You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, February 11, 2018, and I am your host, Renata. We will open up in prayer, and we will move on to a scripture. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord, saying thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, Lord, your grace, your mercies, Lord, that have followed us all through our life, Lord. We thank you for everything you've done, Lord. Help us, Lord, to trust you, Lord, to trust you with everything that is within us, Lord. Help us to lean not to our own understanding, Lord, but in all our ways to acknowledge you, knowing that you will direct our path, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord. Thank you for watching over our families, Lord. Thank you for everyone who comes to this call, Lord. I ask you to meet their needs according to your riches and glory, Lord. And, Lord, we just invite your presence here on this call. We ask you, Lord, to open up our hearts, open up our our ears, Lord, open up our minds, Lord, to understanding. Teach us new ways of dealing with the spiritual warfare that we deal with, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for the victory in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me go back over here to see if, <clears throat> excuse me, if anyone wanted to uh, read a scripture. Let's see. Hello. Hello, Marilyn. Hi. Hi. This is Sabrina Marilyn. How are you doing, Renata? I'm good. How are you, Sabrina? Good, thank you. I'm actually in Atlanta, visiting um, some relatives here in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Would you like to um, to read a scripture? Yes. Go right ahead. I'm going to um, pulling it up now on my phone. I think I'll do. Still let to do um, Psalm 27. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay. Psalm 27, the um, New King James Version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. 
I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a, in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. Do not deliver us to the will of our adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against us, and such as breathe out violence. We would have lost heart unless we had believed that we would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Help us, God, to wait on the Lord, to be of good courage, knowing that you shall strengthen our heart. Help us to wait, I say, on the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Did you want to give any commentary with that? No, I think what it's does the pretty, scripture mean to you? Yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory in the, in the scripture. As the last one says, for us to just be of good courage, knowing that God is with us, that he hears our cry. He knows all things concerning us and and knowing that he is with us, that the, the God, our creator, our master, the creator of the universe, universe, the creator of every perk, every satanic, demonic wickedness, the creator of people that are behind um, these wicked devices is what I mean, the creator of all human beings, the creator of, of perks. Paul, Saul, who became Paul in the New Testament, he was one of the, the greatest perks, so was Ju- Judas. Who, who betrayed Jesus with a kiss. So knowing that God is is the God that we serve, our creator, the creator of the universe is on our side. We, our head could be lifted up and we can walk um, in a sense of confidence. I like to say God for this, knowing that God is with us. He will never leave us, never forsake us. No matter who leaves us or forsake us, God will not leave us. No matter how we feel, my head is burning up now. But I know God is with me. He's more than the world. Any of this mess that has come against me and that's coming against us, and I just thank God that through his strength and through his power, through his wisdom, through his knowledge that, that I am not forsaken, we are not forsaken that God is with us. And I want everyone on this call to be encouraged in their spirit to keep praising praising the Lord, to keep their eyes on the Lord, focus on him and not on this craziness that we deal with day in and day out and knowing that God has a purpose in it and I believe that he's going to use it so that many will be saved because that's the only thing we're going to take with us when we do when we're, when we're under the ground, the only thing we can take with us when we transition over, Renata, is sold. It's mm-hmm. sold. And so that's what I'm after. I want some of the, I'll, you know, people, some of these calls is full of perks. Like they come on, come on a call. They need the Lord more than, more than ever. So whoever's on a call, I, I, I just pray that you would, you know, the Lord, that you would turn your eyes to God, to his son, Jesus Christ. So you'll accept them to, into your heart, 
and you would know that God loves you. He's a forgiving God. He's a compassionate father. He loves you no matter what you're doing. And, you know, we know this stuff is fear-based, Renata. It's fear-based. That's what the satanic kingdom is built on fear. But God's kingdom is built on faith. And I just want everybody's faith to look up to the Lord who is our helper. He is our, the Bible says, we got the great and mighty is our helper, our sustainer. And see, what, what sometimes what the Christians, brothers and sisters, fail to realize is the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. He mm-hmm. said, those who live righteous shall suffer persecution. You know, if if, if yeah. you're not going through, through anything, you you probably, you know, are not a threat to the to the satanic kingdom. But having these calls and having people, and you know, you start, I appreciate your calls. I mean, I'm on a lot of calls. All the calls are supportive. I, I don't say anything negative about every call that I have been uh, been uh, been on. Is they're very encouraging. They're very positive because we're talking about it and we're letting people know. I ain't know anything about no calls. You know, I, I I started listening to the calls at the top of the year. I didn't know God led me to these calls, so I thank God that these calls even exist, and that mm-hmm. people on the front lines like Karen Stewart, David Voigt, you know, Ella Yu. Derek, you know, I just, um, Vulcan, um, Cal, Vulcan, Wolverine, you know, and all the other people that call on the calls and share their stories. You know, sometimes some of the calls I would call late at night because I couldn't sleep. But I would be on a call, I would fall asleep, you know, listening in. I may not say anything, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, I listen and I pray for the entire community, you know, and for those that are on the front lines, you know, because everybody, when you when you stand up and talk, they don't like that. So you're going to suffer, you know. But mm-hmm. it's so that our, the generations that are coming behind us, you know, my little nephews, your little nephews, nieces, your your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, you know, this mess has to stop. And we've got to continue to continue to be vocal, continue to be prayerful, you know, and not forget that God is on our side. Amen. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Thank you, Renata. Thank you so much. No problem. We appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Feel free to speak okay. again. All righty. Okay, I think we have someone else who has a scripture. Hello? New York, did you have a scripture? Put you on hold. Are you there? Um, I had a scripture. Actually, I usually always have a scripture plan, but I like to just extend it to everyone else um, because I don't have to be the one that's doing the prayer and the scripture all the time. So I invite you guys to consider, consider, because everybody has something uh, different to offer. You never know how the Lord's going to use you. So just have a, a scripture in your heart every week and, 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 and a prayer on your lips. And share it with us if you, you know, if you choose, if you feel led to. So I usually have one, and I did have um, Romans 12 and 2. I had that in my spirit all week. But from yesterday to this morning, 2 Corinthians um, 10 and 4 through 5 kept coming in my spirit. So I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to read that, okay? Um, so, again, it's 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 and 5. 
For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Okay? The weapons of our warfare, as the scripture says, is not carnal. Okay, so we don't rely on the same method that the world would rely on as weapons. Our weapons are prayer, staying on our knees, staying on our knees, okay? We have to constantly be prayed up. Keep a prayer on your lips. And I personally feel like um, you don't always have to be on your knees to pray because in reality, uh, for me, I, I need to pray throughout the day, and I can't always get on my knees, okay? So you can send a prayer up no matter where you are. I just want you guys to know that, and I'm sure you already do. But some people feel like you always have to be on your knees, and you should. You definitely should bow to the Lord. You should get on your knees and pray. But don't let that stop you from sending a prayer up because we as targets, we go through a lot throughout the day, and we just we need to pray. We need to pray as much as we possibly can, okay? So make sure you are prayed up. Now, I want to, I was in the middle of reading this, uh, like I said, that scripture was heavy on my heart. So I pulled some stuff up on the internet, and I just want to read this, this, um, I don't know how long this is. But I want to read this commentary because it was, um, it was lining up for me. It was lining up, so I want to share it with you guys. And it's based off of this scripture this, uh, I believe this is a minister, and he's giving his commentary on what that scripture means. So let's just read it together because it was agreeing with my spirit, but and but I was reading it right before this call, so I didn't get to finish, but I really was getting a lot out of it, so hopefully you guys will too, okay? Um, he says, in order to understand what what he said in this verse, and that's the verse that I just read to you guys about the weapons of our warfare uh, not being carnal. You have to understand that people had said, well, this Paul is not very impo- is not a very imposing-looking man. In fact, his speech is not very powerful. His letters are weighty and strong, but his presence is weak and his voice is not so good. So this is how people were viewing Paul. Paul is writing to them and saying in defense of his apostleship, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Notice four things that are are most thought-provoking in that text. Number one, there is a war going on. A lot of folks don't seem to know that to be a Christian is to engage in a warfare. Okay, That's, that's food for thought. Just the fact that you are a Christian, just the fact that you profess Christ as your Lord and Savior, that puts you in a war right there. So I'm really glad the Lord led me to this commentary because that makes sense. I never heard it broken down that way, but it makes total sense, you guys. For people who do not believe this is a spiritual warfare, which a lot of people who come to this call do not, and you, you are free to believe however you believe, but I'm telling you, this is a war. This is a spiritual war that we are engaged in, okay? So this pastor is saying just the fact that you profess in Christ, that puts you in the middle of a battle right there. Okay, so that explains why all of this persecution is coming towards you. Okay, let me read on. 
And the Bible describes that warfare. When Paul wrote to a young preacher named Timothy, he said, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, that thou, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. And that is First Timothy, Timothy 1 and 18. He was saying, young preacher, you are in a battle, in a warfare, and it is not going to be a picnic. Paul wrote to this same young preacher, endure hardness as a good soldier in Jesus Christ. And that's 2 Timothy 2 and 3. Now, what are soldiers for? Hang on. I need to clear my throat. Okay. What are soldiers for? Soldiers are not just to be on parade. They are to carry a gun and fight. Soldiers are to engage in a warfare. Many of the Lord's people don't know that they are in a warfare. First, I read a verse that just absolutely amazed me, and it was Revelations 12 and 7, and it says, there was a war in heaven. We think about heaven as a place of peace, but God talks about a war being there. Okay, have you guys ever thought about that? It was a war in heaven, okay? So if it's a war there, you know it's going to be one here. Okay, now doesn't it stand to reason that on this earth, Christians are going to be engaged in a warfare? Paul was always conscious of this warfare. At the end of his life's journey, he said, I have fought a good fight, and I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And that scripture is 2 Timothy 4 and 7. Um, Notice Ephesians in chapter 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. God says to every Christian, put on the armor. Why an armor? Because you are a soldier. Why armor? Because you are in a battle. Okay? Make sense, you guys? You're putting on the armor. You're putting on battle clothes, war clothes, because you're in a battle. You're in a war. Okay. A spiritual war is going on, God says. So put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now what I want to uh now I want you to see uh verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is not a battle against people. This is not a battle against mere human beings. We are in a warfare against supernatural forces. And some of you guys who are very spiritually connected, you can feel that. I can feel that, that this something supernatural is going on behind the scenes. It goes way beyond the people who are following us, the people that are harassing us, the people who are using this directed energy, it goes so far beyond that. And I can feel it. I can see it. I don't know if all of you guys can, but there is definitely warfare against supernatural forces, okay? Um, And then he goes on to say, do you feel that conflict? Do you realize you're in a spiritual conflict, a great age-long struggle? What did it uh what is it all about? It is about who shall have the supremacy, Christ or Satan. It is a struggle for the souls of men. It is a battle to keep good uh excuse me, it is a battle to keep people out of hell. It is a struggle 
to get people saved. It is a warfare, a conflict until the final finish. And every one of us is engaged in it. Do you realize that you are in a warfare? Okay, you are engaged, you guys, you are engaged in this spiritual warfare, whether you want to be or not. It's going on right before our eyes. It's spiritual. Okay, some great Christians who have entered into this warfare and have not been so close to God that they knew they, wait a minute, let me read that over. Some Christians have entered into this warfare and have not been so close to God that they knew they were in a conflict. Thank God for men like Martin Luther who have been willing to go against the tide and against tradition and against common opinion and against the way that many people were going. One day Martin Luther felt such great conflict going on in his room, and he was the only one in it visibly. But he began to wrestle and struggle with the devil. The devil became so real and his power so strong that Luther picked up an inkwell, threw it at the devil, and splattered against the wall on splattered it against the wall on the other side of the room. He realized he was in a spiritual warfare in a great conflict. No wonder God used Martin Luther as a Christian. The average Christian is not a soldier. He does not have on any armor. He is not really engaged in a spiritual struggle. He is not fighting anything, not really standing for anything. If we don't stand for something, we are apt to die for nothing. If this Bible makes anything clear, it is that God's people are in a spiritual struggle against the forces of evil. And they, and they are supernatural forces that operate in the realm of darkness. And we are to penetrate them to the light of Christianity. We are in warfare. That ought to keep us from folding our hands and taking it easy. That ought to make us sit up and take notice. Woe to them that are in ease in Zion. And that's Amos 6 and 1. And while the Christian church and the people of God are taking it easy, the forces of evil are at work as never before. Communism, Catholicism, liberalism, ritualism, legalism, and intellectualism are at work while the church is taking it easy. God helps us to realize we are in a warfare, in a battle. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That leads me to the second truth. Okay, so I won't read the whole thing because it's really, really long. But um, as I said, I was reading that this morning because that scripture was just on my heart. It just kept coming up. Um, And so I want you guys to realize that we really are in a spiritual battle. And that's what all of this uh, persecution against you is about. This is a continued war against God and the devil, but we know how the story ends. God wins in the end. He reigns with all power in his hands. There is a war for your soul and for mine. The Lord and his angels are warring on our behalf. The devil is trying desperately to get you to the lake of fire with him. And that's what this is all about. Okay, so I'm going to put this link in the chat room. And for those of you who are not in the chat room, uh, this was my first time reading this gentleman, but I think I'm going to try to find some more of his um, commentary because I really 
got a lot out of this. Um, it is called The Weapons of Our Warfare Are Not Carnal. This is in case you're not in the chat room. You can write this down. Um, by Dr. Tom Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E, Sr. Okay? I got a lot out of that, and I hope you did too. Put this in the chat room. All right, here it is. It's in the chat room. Okay, moving on. And thank you, uh, Sabrina, for for reading the scripture. She read um, Psalms 27 for us as well. Okay, so that was a long scripture reading. I apologize for that. So welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the call today. Um Welcome to any visitors. I, I invited several people. If you are here, please start eight so we can say hello. You do not have to speak if you don't want to. But uh, I would definitely like to say hello to you and to know that you're here. Um, and also welcome to everyone who has come back. It is so um, – Sunday is a very special day for me <laughs> because I love coming to this call for the support. Um, and I hope that that uh, that this environment feels supportive for you. I hope it feels safe. I hope you feel like you can um, talk about whatever is on your heart. If you choose to speak on this call, everybody is welcome to speak. That's one thing about this call. Everybody's welcome to speak as long as – hold on. Excuse me. Um, everyone is welcome to speak. You know, we give a, a, I don't know, three to five minutes or whatever you need to to express. Um, some people want to share what's going on with their targeting. Some people just want to give a word of encouragement, which is always welcome. Um, some people have a scenario they would like to run by the people that are here However you choose to use your time on this call, you are welcome to do that, okay? Anybody short of a Satanist is welcome on this call, okay? And I want to say that, too. You do not have to be a Christian to come to this call. Some people have said they don't want to come to this call because of the um, the Christian tone, I'll say. Um, but it, it's not um, – this is not a religious call. This is just – I'm a Christian. I profess God anywhere I go. I do the same in my personal life. Anybody who knows me is more than likely going to hear um, something about the Lord come out of my mouth. So that's that's what it is. It doesn't mean that you have to be a Christian to come here. This call is uh, about targeting and us trying to support one another to get through it, okay? Let's see. What else? So welcome, everyone. Last week we um, we had a special call for um, our dearly beloved Elvira Williams, who passed away um, almost two weeks ago. This Tuesday will be two weeks in Florida, and uh, many of you came to the call to uh, say something nice about Elvira. And I thank all of you who came, and thank all of you who spoke and said so many wonderful things about uh, Elvira, she would be very well pleased. Um, 
and I miss her. I miss her so much. So many times I want to pick up the phone and call her. I listened to her um, voicemails this morning. I had a lot of voicemails. I was desperately hoping that I still had at least one, but I had quite a few voicemails that she had left me in the past. And so I was at least able to hear her voice this morning. And um, it's just sad. Just sad. I miss her. I miss her. But to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So she is in a much, much better place. Um, There are several TIs who would like to open an investigation because some people feel that she was murdered. Um, I don't think she was murdered in the sense of somebody came up and murdered her at that moment. But I think for most TIs, it's it's a slow kill because of the directed energy and the different the different things that uh, that we go through even even stress even stress can ultimately kill you i don't know if you guys know that but stress can manifest in different ways so i i i just truly believe that um just about for every ti who ends up passing away um these people who do what they do to us, they have a hand in it, you know, they have a hand in it. Um, but as we know, the system is so corrupt that you know, they probably won't do a full investigation. I don't know. Um, the people who are calling for the investigation, I think they're running into roadblocks, which is expected. It's expected when you're talking about a targeted person. And I heard that when they pulled up her records, they had all this mental illness stuff on there. So. We just pray that uh, one day somebody is brought to justice for what they're doing to so many people. It's just horrible. Um, so thank you all for for coming yes uh, last week, and it was it was just a great, great, great turnout. Very great turnout for our environment, and she'll be forever missed. She really will be. Um, and a special thank you to Ella um, and to Lauren for helping me to host the call last week. They were great. And I really appreciate you guys for um, for being here. So we all did like a joint effort last week, and that was great. Uh, I need to run out again, as I've been having to do the last couple of weeks, to uh, take my daughter to work. So I will unmute everyone when I do that, and you guys will just be able to, we'll just all be able to talk. I'll still be on the phone, but I just won't be by my computer. I won't be able to unmute and mute people. And that'll probably be like about 30, 45 minutes round trip. Okay, so start eight if you would like to speak. Let me see if I have any questions for the day. I had a few. And let's just make sure we keep each other lifted up in prayer because as we go about our uh, our weeks, we all we go through a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I do. Go through a lot. And just uh based on just based on conversations that I have with people throughout the week, uh people people are really going through a lot of targeting. So just make sure you lift up the entire TI community, um, that we just stay strong and and stay prayed up and 
We'll get through this, you guys. We will. All right. I did have a couple questions. Um, and this question is based off of, like I said, I listened back to Elvira's um, voicemails this morning because I missed her so much, so I listened, just wanted to hear her voice. And every single one of her uh, voicemails, she was giving me ideas on things that we could do to um, to break this. You know, she was like, well, not a – have all the TIs to do this or tell all the TIs I said to do that. Because you know, you guys know or maybe didn't know, but she didn't, Elvira didn't talk a lot on the calls because she was always dealing with pain in her body, but she would be there listening. And she would um, she would leave me messages with, with different ideas on, on what we could do activism-wise. And so um, that brings me to the first question of the day, and that is what is the last type of activism that you took part in, um, and even if you have not taken part in anything, what can you commit to doing this year? And there are many forms. There are many, um, okay, um, Dennis, okay, okay. I got your, I got your um, text. Someone is asking, I didn't mean to say your name, sorry. Someone is asking if I can play Elvira's voice. Can you play her voice? I want to remember. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Well, you know what? I actually thought about doing that, but I don't know how I can do that because I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone that I would play it from, so I don't think you guys would hear it if I just play the voicemail out loud. I don't. I don't think you guys will hear it. But I mean, we can try it, but I don't think so because I'm using the phone. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? What I would probably have to do is record it and then play it. I have to re- record it on a different device. So give me a moment. I'll try to figure out how to do that. Um, so what was the last type of activism you did? I mean, there are so many so many forms of activism. Elvira was talking about shutting down freeway. <laughs> That's what she – because she had done that before, and it was successful. Um, and I've seen it happen out here in California, and it got it got some people's attention too. But unfortunately, we never we never did it. Um, but so there's that, you know, that's a little bit extreme. But then there's also letter writing campaigns. There is word of mouth. You can just tell somebody. There are blogs. There are videos. There are things like this talks you. So what type of activism have you done, and when? And what is it that you can commit to do? Even if you have not done anything, it's not too late. Because if we just stay on these calls, there will be, we'll be on these calls 100 years from now. Everything that I'm saying to you, you already know. Everything that you're probably going to say to me, I've heard it. And everybody on this call have heard it, okay? We have to reach outside of this community. We have, And we don't care what history shows, that we haven't gotten any help. We have to die trying, okay? I really believe that. So what are we going to do, okay? In, 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 in memory of Elvira, what are we going to do? All right, that's one question. Okay. Okay, I think I'll put all three out here. And then which is better? Which is better? Oh, my daughter's telling me she's ready to go. Okay, which is better, to know that you're targeted 
for for the people who don't know they're targeted? Because I was having a conversation with someone, and we were both saying that we have family members that are just kind of like it's so obvious to us that they're targeted, but they are so in denial. Like they are under such heavy mind control. They're dealing with the stalking and all of this, but they're really in denial. And I said, in some ways, that's kind of good in some ways, because they're ignoring, which we all should do if we can. Some of it you really can't ignore, but, you know. So in some ways I could see how that would benefit you not to even acknowledge targeting, not to, you know. But then in some ways that could really hurt you as well because that means you're not doing your research, you're not learning about it. You could be getting set up, dealing with people you shouldn't be dealing with, which I know for a fact the people I know, they definitely should not be dealing with certain people because I know these people have been sent to them and their perps or whatever. But, you know, they don't want to hear it. So I don't force it because I've already told them once, so I don't force it. But do you think it's better for a person to know or not to know? If I look back on my own situation, my whole a whole different world opened up once I knew. So I'm glad I know. Because it, it's it's been awake an, an awakening for me. Um, so that's question number two, uh, which is better to know or to not or not to know about this whole targeting thing. The other question is, how important is it to keep your situation, what you're going through, in the public eye? I think it's very important. When I die, y'all gonna know what happened to me. The people on YouTube going to know what happened to me. The people at City Hall going to know what happened to me. Everybody's going to know, okay, because I make sure people know that I am being targeted. I am being harassed by the police. I'm being harassed in the neighborhood. I'm being a workplace mob. Workplace. Y'all, y'all know, okay? So when somebody said what happened to Renata, y'all know. The community knows, okay? But there are many of you who are really shy. You feel like um, – I don't, I don't want them to know my name. I don't want them to, you know, know who I am. I don't want people to hear my voice I, because my targeting is going to get harder. Yes, in some ways it do, it does, and that is to silence you. But I'm willing to take those blows because I'm not going to die without somebody knowing what's happening to me. You know what I'm saying? You, why should you? Why should you? It's all to silence you. That is why they hit you harder. You guys know this stuff already, but I'm just reiterating. But that is why they hit you harder, because they want to shut you down. They want to silence you. They don't want you to uh, uh, inform other people about what's going on. They want you to keep their secret. Like I like to say, that's, it is their secret that they're targeting me. That's their secret. That ain't my secret. That's their secret, and I'm not going to uphold their secret. I'm not going along with their little dirty little secret that they're doing against me. No, I'm going to let somebody know what's happening to me. That's your secret. That ain't mine. When they targeted my life, they made it my business, and I can do what I want to do with my business, and I choose to expose it, okay? So what you guys think about that, how important is it to keep your situation in the public eye, or do you just feel like, I don't need to tell anybody, like, I, I know what's going on with me, and I don't need to share it, and if that's how you feel, that's fine, too, that's fine, I'm just putting the question out there, you know, some people just feel like they're going to they gonna take it to the grave, I mean, if you're going to take this to the grave with you, and not tell anybody, or just keep it in this community, that's up to you, I just want to hear your thoughts on it, okay, 
So those are the three things. And then I had a couple thoughts. You know, I'm always thinking. But when I come back, I will share those, okay? So what's the last type of activism you've done? What can you commit to do this year? Which is better for people to know that they're targeting, to learn about it, or to not know and just forget about it? Um, And how important is it to keep your situation in the public eye? Start eight. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to unmute everybody because this is that moment where I need to get my baby girl to work. So I'm going to be driving in the car. I will not be able to unmute you. So if you think you want to speak in the next hour, go ahead and get unmuted now, okay? Start eight. Please speak one at a time. Keep your background quiet. Star eight, if you guys want to be unmuted, because I'm about to leave the house. Okay, Life Stolen in the chat room says, I have told my daughters, but I do not talk about it often because it upsets them. I understand that. I've told people in my family one time. That's all you need to tell them, one time, and they know. Um, There are other avenues, too, though. All right. Um, Life Stolen also says, I do believe the whole family is targeted. Yep, mine too. Um, Kevin Guo in the chat room says, we need an academic fresh start for the targeted individual students. Okay. Start eight, you guys. This is your last opportunity to get unmuted, okay, because I'm going to be on the road. And I'm just going to unmute all of you guys and just speak one at a time. Go ahead if you're unmuted. Hey, go right ahead. Hey, peace and blessing there. Not how you do. Good. Peace and blessings to you, too. And thank you. I, I got your email. Thank you. Okay. Then look at that map. Look at that map. That's who we are. Israel. But uh, oh. it, it take all, all this here take uh, everybody going to have their light bulb moment because everybody vibrating at a different uh, level. Oh, Islam. So, so what I do is, uh, you say uh, what I do, uh, what, I, what I do, the last thing I did, I take pictures of uh, uh, chemtrails, and right now I'm emailing the TV station, okay? Every oh. time when I when I see uh, a chemtrail, I take a picture, and I, I email it right to the television station. I, that's what I'm telling everybody to do. Gonna make this, I'm going to make this media come out with some kind of thing about these chemtrails. That's what they, that's how they get to everybody with these chemtrails and everything, man. Even with they don't that's have a to good put, idea. That's a good idea. I never thought of that. Even with uh, well, they don't need a chip you no more. All they got to do is drop that nano dust on everybody, and you automatically chip your antenna. Mm-hmm. Not 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 to say about the flu and all that, but uh, yeah, that's what I do. So and uh, and like you said, uh. Like I say, everybody vibrating a different level. So for me, I'm gonna tell everybody, and I share information every time. I, I even put out. Uh, did you skip the thing about uh, the soul catcher? How they doing that? No. Uh, I try to send it to you if I can, but uh, if somebody sent me the whole, the whole, the way they explain the soul catcher all the way up to this remote neural monitoring, and uh, if they don't. Uh, when they hook you into the system, they got to have somebody perking, somebody looking at you to make sure that it's working. But, uh, yeah, that's what I do. And, and your last question was, uh, 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 for me, I'd rather know. I'm glad I know. Because, you know, uh, 
Mr. Dick Gregory told me, you know who he is, right? Yes, he, he passed. He last told year. me some people like me and most of you and a lot of TIs, okay, we got the magic glasses on. And so what we see, sometimes we can't get people to see what we see. And so don't get mad. Just tell them what you know and keep it moving. See, now we got the magic glasses on. They should have let me sleep. But now, hey, they woke me up. And, I, and, and one more thing before I let everybody talk. The number one people that's doing this is them synagogue Satan, Israel, and it's coming to an end. I, I've got the whole plan from the Israeli defense uh, 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 in Israel. How they, they, I saw the machine, everything. I got the whole technology, the whole program, how they hit people with microwaves, okay? So I'm telling you all, this stuff coming to an end because Netanyahu is, is indicted now. They're getting ready to lock him up and all this whole crew. All right, so this stuff coming to an end. So me, I'm gonna be here to the end when I when I when I put that devil in the pit. So the bottom feed is gonna go out first. So I'm gonna be to the end. I ain't worried about dying. I'm gonna sit here and watch them die. And I let somebody talk, please and bless them. Because we are Israel. We just love the Hello? Yeah, what up? Hi, um Renata? She's on the road. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm going to be slow to speak, though, because I'm getting on the Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Florin, you unmuted me. I'm sorry, Israel. I didn't know if you were still talking. I'll wait. No, go ahead. Do it. Okay. Go oh, hey. Oh, hi, everyone. Hey, it's Lauren here. And the last uh, big brigade that I had was last summer with Professor Solange Martinez, in, um, which she created the Victims Against the Illegal Alien Mafia. And we began sending our letters to ICE, and I got on a call roundup with everyone that feels they have been victimized by this type of syndicate, crime network, um, giving out the 800, well, it's actually 855-48 voice number. And we got on a calling campaign and got reference documents that is documented that we're a victim. And in fact, I was starting to announce tonight on a letter writing, just one page, because I feel we're all victims of the FISA memo abuse. Illegal surveillance plays is the main factor in our targeting. That's how they track us and follow us. And I just kept thinking, what could it hurt to write a letter to President Trump? What could it hurt? Uh, I don't know if you guys finished those. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. And I think somebody, if they wanted to hear Elvira's voice, I have, um, I later on, I can play a minute or two of her last um, interview, last September. Oh, yeah, please do. Please do, Lauren, when you get a moment. Okay. Okay, yeah, I can pull it up and pay a minute or two, not long, and then I'll pull it off, of course. Yeah. Um, there, were, uh, there were some questions posed about... Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's important that uh, we keep it out in the public eye. I'm not saying yaga yaga to everyone. Don't don't talk to everyone because that's not wisdom. That wouldn't be wise because not everyone is in tune with what's going on. So we could be labeled as insane or just bizarre people. But um, if the it's a, if the situation is right, please, you know, I would, I I would uh, I would bring it up, bring it out into the light. Let people know what's going on. You just have to gauge it because not everyone's going to be uh, open to it. Um, you know, you could get uh, you could get yourself in a, in, in a very bad situation if you if you're telling the wrong people. Because one of the one of the things that they're trying to do, one of the things that they're trying to do is get us institutionalized. 
so you'd have to uh, use that kind of method with wisdom. But I think, yeah, it is it is important to keep it in the general, in the, in the public eye, just to let people know uh, uh, what's going on. You know, if there's close friends that, that have that kind of out-of-the-box attitude, then yes, absolutely, uh, bring it out into the light. And uh, what I used to do, I have not done it for a while, was uh, activism, which is go out there and just do the grunt work, do the soldiering, which is marching up and down on the sidewalk, holding signs and hanging out flyers to the general public, let them know, yeah, this is going on. This is what's going on in your country. This illegal activity is, is happening. So one of, that's one of the things that I used to do. I used to uh, go and picket regarding electronic, electronic harassment and, uh, and gang stalking. Um, so these uh, these are important things to uh, to keep going and to uh, to have you know uh, into your life uh, just promoting this this kind of uh, this atrocity this this monstrosity. Okay, and um, is it uh, who's who's what was the feedback? Okay, and there's a another question. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that I know now. Now that I know, I am glad that I know. But you know, if if you don't know, I think they take it easier on you when you're not aware of your situation because they don't want it to be obvious. They want it to be, you know, not as obvious, so they keep it low key. But when you know, they blast you. I think they just they just let you have it. And uh, especially when you start spreading spreading the word and coming on the conference call. They give you what for, you know. They give you one, two, three. They they give you the old, uh, you know. They they crank it up because they already know that you know, so they don't have to be as covert as underhanded. But uh, I'm glad I'm glad that I know. I'm glad that I know what what's going on with me, and uh, it gives you it gives you the option. You, you know, you kind of feel sorry for the rest that don't know. Because some of them have been labeled uh, schizophrenic or insane, and they just play that role, and they just get institutionalized, and you're never heard of again. So, who's doing this feedback? It sounds like perping, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, that's what I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, Jerome. Anyone else? Yeah, hi everybody. Hey Renata. Um, I came in uh hey, late. I was thinking about you. How are you? Oh, Renata, I'm, I'm you know what, I'm standing in there because my arms are tired. You know how people say, Well, hang in there. Well, when you hang, your arms will get tired. So <laughs> let go and just stand. That's what I'm doing. Just just standing. You know, as I heard you say, you know, standing our ground. Um, I came in late as you as you know, and so I'm real uh, I'm I'm very, you know, um apologetic to hear of um you know, uh, um, Sister Elvira, you said it was. Her yes, home, yes. She transitioned, so you know, I heard, I heard you say, you know, exactly what is absolutely right to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and um, you know, uh, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I mean, just meeting all of y'all, every, you know, everybody, you know, means so much to me. Just you know, having, you know, somebody to to, to listen to that understands what you're going through. Um, like, like, um, 
something that had happened, you know, and when you try to tell your family and stuff, y'all, and you know how that goes. I'm glad, Renata, you said, like, yo, limit one time, you know, doctor, or one time, that's it. Don't even, the Lord even told me that. Like, don't tell him no more because I already told him. He heard you. You know, when I'm, when I'm telling my husband something, like, don't keep trying to, you know, what, you know, nag him with it. So, you know, but I had told them a while ago with my car, you know, how somebody had broken, and, um, they they ajarred the the door so that you know you couldn't shut the door properly, and they took like all of the stuff out of the glove compartment, and this was all movable stuff to be sold, like two cell phones and you know um, um, a Seiko watch, I mean brand new in the box and all that, and they're, they're just gonna put all that stuff in the passenger on the passenger seat, like like everything everything. So you know then my daughter calls up this morning um, when she now this this happened like a year or so ago. My daughter calls up this morning after she gets to church. When she went outside and, and by the time she got to church, she said to her father, did you or mom, you know, take my stuff out and put it on the on the driver's seat? And, you know, I overheard it. He thought I was asleep. I woke up instantly like, what? What happened? And she described the same thing that had happened like a year and a half ago to me where they didn't touch anything. And the things that were that were there were all movable items. So if it was like a crackhead or something to that effect, then they they would have had a field day, you know, in selling the items because they're very they're very movable. So you get easy to remove or to you know sell. So you know, um, I, you know, I'm hearing everybody say like like with your families, you don't want to know. Do would you rather know and not know? No, I I'd rather know, you know, because um, you know that's what we're here for, you know, uh, um. God doesn't want us ignorant to the facts. He wants us to see. And, and if he didn't want us to see, he certainly wouldn't have given us the the sight and the insight to see it because, you know, his voice goes out to everybody. But, you know, there are only some that hearken unto the truth. But everybody sees it. I have to. I would have to submit. Everybody sees it. But, you know, our, you know, it's not like we're trying to make it like, um, you know, the number one thing in our life and let it control our life and this is all we do. You know, we're mindful of it, and we've congregated together, you know, from what I, I see and I've heard, to strengthen one another. And so I think that, that is, it's really important because, you know, um, we can just tell people so that when they do finally accept it, then they know who they can come to and, and not, as the brother just got finished saying, say all the wrong person. And then, you know, they take it and, and you know, like, like like you said, I heard you say, like when they looked at her records and stuff, that's something that you would say that because I was going over some things, this doctor's report. So I have been, you know, getting on my doctor's report. And that's something that was written in my doctor's report. You know, this man sat me down, like I'm, I'm already in the hospital. So he comes in and, you know, he's talking and he puts down, you know what, you know, he thinks that I'm, I'm what did he say? It, literally, he just said, um, I think that she's paranoid because she said that she told the FBI and the DA and the police that, you know what, um, asked them where, where they, her phone, she believed her phone was being tapped, and they said, no, it's not. So if they told her that, why would she continue to, you know what, uh, um, suggest that there is? And then he even put in there, you know what, and she has grandeurs of, of talking to Jesus. And Jesus, you know, speaking back to her, like, yo, do you know who you're even talking to? To make it, I mean, like, these are blatant statements. And you know the good, the the awesome thing about it is where there's fraud, there's no statute of limitations. So for you to put your mouth on me like that, and you did, and it's all recorded, you know, um, that's interesting because 
this happened and like in 2012 and here we are with with Edward Snowden telling us that you no know, 2010 you know um we were we were all being everyone every every american citizen that was the whole that's that's what it was all about every american citizen was being listened to you know by way of your phone texts or whatever so for you to call me crazy and you know, having grandeurs of Jesus and the girl holds her doctrine theology. Is there really something wrong with you? I'm not ashamed of the gospel. You know what I mean? So that that's that and you know, um I don't know. Um I, I don't know, just like uh I don't Renata, just you know, I'm 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 with you on that, you know what I mean? Like keep it out there. You know, my, 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 my three adult children only have three adult children and they, they were they were a little cross with me when I put the video out. But you know, I'm not. I'm not ashamed. Again, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation, first to the Jew and then Gentile. I'm, and I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not allow anybody make me what put my head down and shut my mouth and don't say anything when I clearly know that you know what what it is that you're doing. And I'm I'm doing the research and seeing where you know what the, in congressional letters how these are things are patented and they're you know military grade and all this and all that. No, I'm not. I'm if you if you don't want me to know, don't tell me. If you don't want everybody else to know, like <laughs> like telegram, telephone, telewoman, you know what they say. But that's true. I'm 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 not gonna sit back and um be a silent sufferer. I like I've done that before, you know, um but but no, uh, you know, you know, even after meeting you guys, you know, um no, it's just it's just made me really stand up knowing that, you know, I am not alone. I'm not alone and at any time I can call Renata. You know, any time you know I can call Cynthia. Any time you know, you know I, I have to get Warren's number again. But people, I can, but I can call and say, look, hey, this is what's going on. You know what? And I know that you got my back. I know that you know these. You guys have gone before me in all of this. You were there, and God made it so that I found you, and and I'm forever, uh, eternally grateful. You know, so that's that. And I just, you know, I I, I pray, and I'm certainly going to pray. You know, for her family. You know her loved ones, and like you said, everybody you know that's um you know in the TI community because you know like she 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 you know I just remember the name very well, you know. But with all of us going through our individual things, you know um it I I just I remember her name like at the helm of things like all the time I'm always hearing I would always hear of you know an Elvira and I would you know always hear of, like certain people, Renata and Derek. I don't I've never heard Derek's voice ever. Like I don't, I I just know of him and like it was Darlene Miles. I just know of these people's names and when I when I think about targeting, you know, I think about the powerhouses that are holding it down for people as a safe haven. And like you, like or you know, you're right up there. You're you're somebody that's definitely a go-to. Um, and I thank you for you know being found in this place. Okay. Um. Thank you, Doctor R. Um, you just reminded wow. me when you mentioned when you mentioned Elvira. I wanted to I meant to give you guys an update. I um, texted with her son yesterday because many of you know that yesterday was her going home funeral services. Um, and I texted with her son yesterday just to ask how it went. He said that the services went well. And um, I asked him if she had been cremated yet, and he said she will be cremated in this coming week. And so I just wanted to uh, give you guys that update. She will be cremated because I wasn't sure if they were going to cremate her or not. But he said yes, and it will be in this, this week coming. He didn't say which day. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. And he said he's going to mail me an obituary. 
I did, I did check online um, at the funeral home to see if they had the obituary online, but, but I didn't see it. So maybe they'll put it on there in the coming week. I just wanted to give you guys that update. Anybody who's unmuted, feel free to speak. I just unmuted Hi. someone. Yeah, so this is Di- yeah, this is Diane. Hi. Hello. Hi. Renata. So, yeah, I um, I don't know how many people you have on your line, but There's I am asking. Okay. I am asking uh, people to, uh, if if they, I have a, a plan to, uh, you know, uh, pull information together, categorize uh, information, categorize the uh, photos or videos of uh, either uh, directed energy weapons or microwave attacks or uh, maybe even if you have photos of some gang stalking where you've taken photos and you could say this is someone that was gang stalking me on this day at this time or whatever. Uh, and, and I'm asking people to send me one or two photos, explain what I'm looking at, uh, say the city and state that uh, it's in, and uh, your first and last name. If you don't want to give your last name, just give your first name. It doesn't matter. Uh, and that's all I need. And, and city, state, zip code, that's all I need. And I'm pulling together information, I'm categorizing information, and I have a, a, a plan to get this information out. So um, if I can, I'm going to leave my email address. And unfortunately, I cannot go into details about what I plan to do, because if I go into detail about what I plan to do, it is not going to work, because I know there are a lot of perps on these lines. So, And, and not only that, they, they, they hear me anyway. Uh, so when I get ready to do this, it's not gonna. They're not gonna be able to stop it. So anyway, um, so I won't speak about what it is I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do do if the information is going to get out. So my email address, if anyone's interested in sending me one or two photos, city, state, zip, your first and last name, and explain what the photos are and what day they were taken on, uh, my email address is dreports with an S twenty one at gmail.com. S-E-A? Okay, so, so did, you say that you want the, did you say that you want the sender's name? You know, so if I were to send it to you, you want my information as well? Yes, first name and last name. If you don't want to give me your first last name, just your first name. It doesn't matter. But it, but see, but what's important is uh, city, state, and zip. Uh, oh, and the reason why that's important is to show that it's happening across United States. And you want pictures of uh, stalking activity? Is that what it is? Only one or two pictures. It could be it, it could be either stalking activity. It could be a picture or a video. It could be stalking activity. Uh, it could be uh, drones. You you photograph drones in your area, or it could be. Uh, uh, injuries from direct energy weapons, like what you could show on your arm or your leg or something that you've been injured. If you can show any injuries, um, you know that that type of stuff. Okay, so um, I know you said you don't want to say exactly what you're going to do with it, but when do you plan to expose it, and will you be updating us? Because at some point, will we get to know what what it was used for? Yes. Okay, so as I'm working on pulling the information together and categorizing it, I'm going to be updating people, letting you know that, you know, so many people have responded. I've categorized it. 
I might even give you like a, a report of a, what I've what I've what I've learned from the information that I'm that I'm gathering. I will, that I'm gathering. I'm going to keep people updated. That that is something that I will be doing. Uh, but as far as what exactly I'm going to do, I cannot tell you. But the moment I do it, afterwards, I will let everybody know what I did. And it's going to be something that's going to help everybody, not just me. Okay. If you, well, thank if you, you for can't trust, that. yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a targeted person. I, I, I definitely uh, want to get going with helping myself as well as others. And so I believe I have an idea that will work. At least, you know, it, it's not going to be where one person in one town Another person in one town is doing something, you know, the information has to show that across the United States, here are these people in all these different states, and this is happening to us. You know, I think that's uh, the way that I, I, I want to go with this. So if you don't feel comfortable sending it, that's on you. It's fine. I'm still going to do it. You're still going to find out that I did it. You're going to know exactly what I did, and it won't, it won't really that matter that much because it's still plan to do it. However, if you want to, uh, you know, just add something to, 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 the meet, to make it meaty, to make it, you know, believable. To me, it has to be believable. I'm going to be doing research also on the various technologies. Not, I won't be going into too much detail about it. You know, I won't get deep into the technology, but I will have to... Uh, it, once I categorize information, I will define what each uh, uh, technology it is that's being used under the different categories. And I need photos to show those categories. And can you? it's important to uh, – well, first of all, before I forget my thought, uh, if you, can, if you um, have specific categories, you did mention like the direct energy – and the um, stalking things, but if you have specific things you want to show, maybe you could put that out there too. If you want to show color stalking, maybe you can let us know that. If you want to show whatever, uh, crowding or whatever, then you can let us know that. But I, I can see why it would be beneficial, still not knowing exactly what you're doing, but I can see why it would be beneficial to have different people's um, pictures because that will show that it is you know, a, a worldwide problem, and it's happening to more than just you. And right. Yep. That's true. And um, so I'm pulling together the information, like I said, and I'm categorizing it. I'm going to be pretty um, – uh, it's going to be in a form of like a report, you know. Uh, so I will have tables and, you know, categories and explanations for the different types of technology. It's like uh, it's, it's not going to be like it's not. I'm not a scientist, but it's going to be kind of like you know when you look at this report, it's going to tell the report itself and what I'm going to be researching. But the report itself and the photos of what you all give me, it's going to tell the story. It's going to tell a convincing story. It's well, not going to leave again. a person. It's not going to leave a person with oh, is this really happening? Oh, I can't believe these people. It's going to tell a convincing story when I get through with this document. Yeah, that's good. I look at it this way. Whatever you're doing, see, we like a herd of cats, so every one of us can do something. So whatever somebody's doing, one of these things going to stick. So when it uh -huh. sticks, then that's what everybody in the group going to have right. to follow behind with somebody. For me, 
I'm doing the chemtrail. So I, y'all know what I'm doing. So anybody got pictures of chemtrail, you email it to me, and I'm emailing it to the TV people, okay? Yep. Give me your emails because I got pictures of chemtrails. And let me w- tell you what, what my chemtrails are doing. Give me my email address, wbwb 52 at live.com. Can you read that? Wait a minute, let me wait. I got to do that again. WB. Yeah, WBWB52 at live.com. All I want is Kim Trail. And I'm taking it to the, every time I get one, I email it right to the television uh, people. And see, Um, for me. uh, And at the sister. Yeah, for me. Uh, God and Phil don't go in the same word with me in the same center. That's right. So they can't right. occupy the same space at the same time. That's right. So so God and Phil don't. And one more thing, do not take these flu shots. None of y'all. Don't do it. I'm going to tell y'all something. I read an article that Bill Gates and these rich people don't take these shots. All right? So that should tell y'all something. If the rich people are not taking those shots, we what article people better was not that? take one. What article huh? was that about this, you, about the vaccine? You, what article? All you got to do is uh, uh, Google Bill Gates don't take shots and Donald Trump. Bill Gates and Donald Trump do not take any shot vaccines. Okay, the so Trump, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let me say something about the um, uh, chemtrails, but also the, the vaccines. Deborah Tavares, you guys probably know who she is. Look her up on YouTube, T-A. V-A-R-E-S. She's really, she's targeting herself. Um, she's some sort of scientist or something. But she was saying that this, um, she has a new video out, and she's saying that these flu shots are, uh, is germ warfare. Yep. They are intentionally, because because it's at an all-time high that people are dying from the flu. This oh, year. yeah. And she, she said that that's just all part of the whole eugenics program. So look her up. She has a new video out there. I got the, uh, Wesley, uh, Wesley, can I give you a suggestion, I, Wesley? What? I would, I would like to give you a suggestion about the uh, chemtrails you were talking about. I think yeah. that's great what you're doing. Um, I, it, maybe you should look into uh, some of the communities out there because there's a bunch of communities that are mm-hmm. um, waging war against the whole chemtrail thing. So maybe you yeah. should join forces with them. Yeah, why don't yes, you look ma'am. some of them I, up and join forces with them? I got, I'm on uh, – it's a dude on – a guy on YouTube from England. And he posted everybody that said they're sending chemtrails around the world. So I'm trying to email him. But look here, I got the uh, I got the ingredients uh for uh Tamiflu. Okay, it says ingredients for Tamiflu and directions. It says Tamiflu, the patent information. It is changing behavior. People, especially children who have the flu, can develop nervous system problems and abdominal behavior that can lead to death. During treatment with Tamiflu, uh, tell your healthcare provider uh, right away if you or your child have confusion, uh, speech, and uh, uh, somebody just called me in the middle of this. That's the way this works. So, uh, Hey, I just want to know, you said your email address is wbwb Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell me what yours is again, please? It's a D, like in David, reports, like you write the report with an S on the end. D reports with an S on the end. Okay. Uh, tw- 21. 21. At gmail.com. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Renata, are you there? I am. Can you guys hear me? Uh, the young lady, can everybody hear? I can. Um, the young lady, you said her, her name is T-A-V-A-R-E-S? Oh, Deborah Tavares, yes. Deborah? Yeah, Deborah. Okay, Deborah. Tavares is her last name. T-A-V-A-R-E-S. Okay. She has some really good videos out there. Okay. Look for Thank her you. latest one. I can't think of the title, but I'll, I'll find it and put it in the chat room when I get back home. Okay. Well, I, I'll probably be calling you throughout the but, week. But, you know, um, I don't ever remember, as, I don't ever remember all these people dying from the flu, you guys. And I'm going to tell you, I've never had a flu shot, and I, I think I got the flu once in my 50-something years, okay? So, But everybody I know who gets the flu shot, they get the flu. Mm-hmm. They're pumping that stuff in you. So mm-hmm. don't don't buy into that. The doctors will try to convince you. My doctor yeah. tried to convince me, and I told her, no, I don't believe in that. And she asked me why, but I said, I'm not going into the whole targeting thing and what I know about it. But I just told her that, you know, I, everybody I know gets the flu, so I just choose not to get it. And she left me alone. I just, I, I don't want that. I don't think we should be getting any type of shots as um, TIs. Right. If you need one, by all means get one, but, you know. Um, um, and the flu, you know, um, shots or any immunization is nothing short of the, the, um, the actual germ or bug or disease itself. It's just a small version of what it is that they're saying right. that you know they're warding, you know, trying to trying to protect your body from by giving it giving you a small dosage of it so that you know what um, it can pass over you, you know, um, without incident because you you know you're immune to it. But then there's extra spins that they put on it and it attacks other parts of people's bodies and and that is definitely part of um, the uh, um, unum sanctum policies and and the um, alpha. Plan if King Alpha Plan. If nobody knows about that, y'all can just look that up, and you'll see all these things that were already set. So one might call it today like Agenda 21. And Bill Gates is definitely committed to you know genocide, to reducing the population, and um, you know um, those kind of things. Like like the, you know you, you it, it's amazing to go and you know really look up some of the things that him and his wife were about, you know um, and. Uh, you you know I, I think you'd have you know you'd have a whole different concept not just on on him but on some of the programs that he supports you know in order to um, look Oprah like he's Winfrey a do-gooder. Oprah Winfrey is involved in that too. Who's that? Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Involved in that too. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Hey, you know I'm sorry, but the the young man that was talking about the chemtrail is he still on the line? Because I had some information for him uh, about chemtrails. He's gone. I just, I'll just have to email him. I wanted to say something about chemtrails. I didn't mean to cut you off about the vaccine. I just didn't want to forget about the chemtrails. So I'll wait till you finish, and then I'll mention it. Yeah, I, I wanted to say, like, to Renata, you know, I, I agree 100%. Like, with, with you saying, the more that you know, you know, um, the harder they're going to hit you. Like, you know, if if you're one that, you know, um, you know, is definitely, you know, uh, uh Aware of it, and you're and you're and you're vocal about it, and you know what they're gonna you know do everything. Well, so, who cares? Who cares? Exactly. 
So you're, you're, okay, you're absolutely right. No, I I agree. I'm I'm just saying, you know, so we, no, don't don't think that it's a, you know like oh oh that's unfair. No, no, really, it's not because you know what? Again, the Christian life is not a playground; it's a battlefield. And so yeah, right. we're on the front line right now. And so that's well, just, this is what, what we do. I'm saying what Jesus said in, in, in Isaiah 50, let my enemies come stand with me. Let my enemies stand with me. Who's, who's against me? Let my enemies come and let them stand with me. And that's exactly where I'm at. You, you want to keep messing with me? Well, okay, fine. Come stand with me because I'm going to fight you back. I'm not going to let you do to me what you're doing to me. I'm going to fight you back with all of the, the, the intelligence and the senses that God has given me, I'm fighting your ass back. And I'm waiting for the day. And I and, and, and people, I'm very serious. I'm waiting for the day that I'm sitting in court watching some of my perps walk their asses in jail. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that day. And I and I think I have a God in heaven that's much more powerful than they are. Oh, well, he is, honey. He is. No, Satan is powerful, but our God is all-powerful. Satan is mighty, but our God is almighty. So I don't even give him time of day by saying, you know, we we just get kind of like stuck on certain things that we hear. Oh, the devil is alive. Um, he's looking right back at you saying, I know what I am, but what are you? Like, don't give me no play. Like, you know, like, replace that statement is what I say to people with, you know what, look at my God. My God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask the wish according to the knowledge of, of Christ who works in me. Don't even don't even get that fucking no, no play. Like, like he's alive. he already knows that. He already knows that. I'm not even going to let you use my head to use my tongue to to even mention your name because you, you, ain't, you ain't got it like that. I mean, I, like, have to pull down we have to pull down every thought and every um, high imagination that tries to uh, exalt itself above the knowledge of God. We have to pull it down to the obedience of Christ. You know what? And just be mindful to be slow to speak and quick to listen and get out of those those cliches that, you know what, he, he don't care. He already knows it. He knows he's a liar. So so that's going to move him? That's going to, oh, really? No, no, no. Guess what? God, the Lord said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw a man unto myself. We ain't got time to go for the okie doke with him no more because we're not. When we were children, we acted as children. Now that we're grown, now now we're on the front line, y'all. We got to put away childish things and put on our big girl panties and big boy, you know, rock boxes and you know what, and 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 make it do what it do. Because greater is he that lives in us than he that's of the world. You know what? And right. so. You know, we you know it's a win-win situation, sis. It's a win-win situation because you know what? I, I was sitting in class one day. Um, I think I was just like working on my master's, and and you know my professor, which also was founder, he said, you know, um, you know what is you know? Do y'all know that we are more than overcomers through Christ who strengthens us? He said. So what does that mean? And everybody was like, whoa, whoa, you know, because we just say things off the hip. We don't stop and think. He's like, whoa, whoa. And so I raised my hand. I said, well, let's break it down. In order to be an overcomer, you have to, you know, uh, have an opponent, an opponent or, uh, you know, somebody that uh, opposes you, and you have to, you know, engage in, in, in a battle with that person, and you have to thusly, you know, win out. You overcome that person. He's like, that's that's good. That's really good. So now, how are we more than overcomers? And everybody's sitting there, we're all puzzled, like, whoa. Okay, I got the first part right. And he says, yo, because we don't have to fight, and we win. We don't even have to fight. I mean, what part of, you know, it is finished, don't you understand? It is finished. You know, for the, for the Christian, it's finished. We don't. We don't. You know, and the fight that we do fight is the good fight of faith by doing things that the enemy would absolutely, you know what, not expect for us to do. You slap me in my face, you know, on my right side, and I'm I'm taking out two teeth, right? No, no, no. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Don't be a responder. You know what? Act. I want you to stop. 
think about it, you know what, you give me the glory. You know what, like, like it does take some, some practicing to get to that place when somebody is constantly provoking you to anger. He says that we can become angry, but sin not in our anger. It takes, I'm not going to lie. And guess who takes away the anger? Guess who gives you the calm in the midst of the storm? That's right, the Lord. And you don't walk in, you don't walk the in. The Lord. You don't let them promote provoke you. No, no, you, you absolutely don't, you don't fear each day, but guess who? That's right, that's who right. human frailties, right? We're human, right? We do this, right? We get frightened. We get worried. We focus on the, um, we focus on the people. We focus, focus on the perks. But guess who takes that, all of that fear away? The Holy Spirit. So, so like Daniel and the lions did, if he had focused on, put the faces of the perks on those lions. If Daniel had focused on those lions, the lions would have torn him uh, from limb to limb. But Daniel turned away from those perps, those lions. He turned away and he turned. He he looked up to God and he he prayed to the Lord. He turned his back. That's right. He cast. You know, right? We're 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 instructed so to cast lions. So oh, that's right. Cast all of our lions. fears upon him. These people are the lions in that lions den, and the only way you're gonna get through it is to turn around. And turn your back. Well, now you're talking about James, girl. Life. Go ahead now. Resist the enemy and turn and submit yourself to God, and the enemy must flee. And that's exactly. Mm-hmm. So what that's we don't right. do, we don't do it, though, right? We don't mm-hmm. do it. We can't do no, it. No, it takes some doing. We don't do it. But we, we, but we have the power to do it. We don't understand it. That's what we have to do. Right, that's we right. Understand. We, we're frightened. We get worried. We worry about the, uh, the, the, the mind technology. We talk too much about it. We give them too Great much condition. power by going over and over and over again about what they're able to do. Well, my mm-hmm. estimation of what the Lord said is they're not able to do it. They can't do it. As long as you turn your back to them and turn your face toward the Lord and let God take care of the situation, they can't do nothing to you. And if you give, let, allow God the victory, which we don't do, none of us, humans have a hard time doing that. But if we do allow God the victory, our perps will be exposed. But God is not going to give you the victory or he's not going to give me the victory if I don't allow him to let his glory shine. And the only way his glory is going to shine is when I say I can't do it. I turn around from these perps to stop giving them so much and give all the glory and power to God. And that is that you said it. It takes work. It takes work to do that. It does. But I just want to say about the chemtrail, I just want to say about the chemtrails, and I love you, Renan, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't mean to be going, you know, talking too much on your line, but um, the chemtrail. No, you're fine. Go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted this young man to know, and I don't know if any other people know, it's been revealed to me what some, well, I don't know about the other purposes of chemtrails. People say it's got these nano things in it, you know. But what it's been revealed to me is chemtrails are being used to hide the drones in the daytime. And the reason why I'm telling I'm saying I know this now is because my city, city official, I, I called my city official to uh, uh, come out, he, he said he wanted to come to my house, and he wanted to see these drones that I was talking about. Every day, the drones have been coming every day since November, 
Every day I was taking photographs of, of the drones that's coming. I have videos for every day that the drones came, right? On the day that the city official, uh, we spoke earlier. He gave me a time. He said, I'd be at your house at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Two hours or three hours before he came, the plane started spraying chemtrails. And I thought it was pretty odd that they were spraying so heavily, right? So before he came, I saw the drones come in, and something told me, take the photographs of the drones before uh, uh, all these chemtrails finished spraying, right? I took the photographs of the drones, and I have the drones on video, but by the time he got here at 7.30, guess where those drones were? Hiding behind the chemtrails. He saw nothing. He said, I don't see anything. I said, you know, it's too many chemtrails. I said, the chemtrails are hiding the doggone drones. So that told me what they're also doing with chemtrails. People cannot see the drones behind those chemtrails because the drones are hiding. The drones can be hiding behind those chemtrails targeting you and giving you a heart attack, and you don't know where the hell it's coming from because they're hiding behind. That's another form of masking. Those drones, the chemtrails is being used to do that. Just want you all to know that. And I think that's serious. I think that's very you know serious. What? I, haven't, I haven't gone there yet, but um, 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 Cynthia, um, uh, uh, I, used to, I don't know if she's on, when I was calling now, but she was come on her call, and she told me about a um, somewhere to go on the Internet called Satellite AR. And it will tell you like like where the drones are in your neighborhood, like what comes by and what hours they come by and all of this. Like what? She's like, yeah, it's like right on the internet. A satellite, satellite AR. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. AR on, um, a dummy mission. Dummy Anyone lighter. that's unmuted, you're free to speak. Hi, Renata, it's Lauren. Do you guys want to hear um, Elvira's voice for a few yes. minutes? Yes. Dennis, okay, are you I'll... still there? I know, I know, wait, hold on one second. I know Dennis really wants to hear her voice. Are you there, Dennis? No. So, I'm not still there. Anyway, go ahead and play. Go ahead, Lauren. Thanks for doing that. Too. Yeah, just about two or three minutes, you guys. That's all.
bargain. We're smarter, brighter, faster. We're getting into the game. This is all about money and the shakedown. And we're the money, if you can believe that. We're fighting these issues. Without further ado, I present to you Miss Elvira Williams. Welcome. Well, thank you. Hello. Hello, Elvira. Welcome. Hi, thank you. I, I, I like to say, you know, when I think of what I'm about to talk about tonight, I think of Ms. Martinez, and this is the beginning of her end. Uh, my grandfather, he was a king in Africa. He decided one day that he wanted to sell his tribe into slavery. So he made a deal with the American government. The government told him, okay, we'll give you, uh, we'll put you with the Cherokee Indians. We'll give you 10 acres of land and $1 an acre. And, and, and for every child you you have with that, with the Cherokee Indians. Anyway, um, it was also in my family where the men disrespected the women. My mother is, is uh, the victim of rape from her own brother. She have, he happened to be number one. She was number 16. So there were 16 children, $1 an acre, 10 acres, $10. Uh, 10 acres, $1 an acre. Anyway, uh, not just my mother. You know, there's others in my family who, who had to endure all this such thing as that, right? And uh, from, from my cousins and brothers and, you know, like that. So that a little bit, Elvira, and I make sure I understand it. So your indoctrination by being a victim of rape, your rape is as similar to the generation before. Your mother was actually a relative, so the the rapist was a known. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't like a stranger. Is that correct? Well, not well. They didn't get to me. The family member didn't get to me, but they got to my mother. The family members. Okay, I stand corrected. Thank you for explaining that. I have, I have, uh... Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm, I, I stopped here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for playing that, Lauren. I miss her so much. I didn't hear that interview. And as she was speaking, I was thinking, I never asked Elvira if she had siblings. Did she have siblings? Yes, she actually did. She had, I believe, close to 10 on the interview. A very big family, but uh, 10 brothers and sisters. I believe nine, yeah, 10. But she was, um, uh, I don't know if it's because of the program or her background, she was close to no one, you know. And like and like Lillian, Lillian's the baby, Elvira lost her mother at age 10, just like Lillian. Lillian was 10, I was 15. I'm five years older than Lillian. So she, too, but she had her father until later years. So she wasn't like, you know, completely an orphan as I was. I already lost my father and then we lost our mom. So under all under 18, uh, surviving orphan. But she had siblings, but not close to anyone. No formed, you know, friendships, close. Oh, because I never heard her talk about her siblings. Okay. Oh, everyone, if anyone knows, it's on talk show. It's uh, September 23rd, 2017. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure her voice sounds familiar to some of you guys who, who are not sure who she was. She was a big deal in our community. 
Yeah, that that was pretty amazing. It's, um, yeah. She, she hasn't she hasn't talked. Uh, she didn't talk recently because uh, of what she was going through. But uh, yeah, I recognized the voice, and I didn't I didn't really know her background. I don't know why people they wait until I don't know something detrimental happens in their life. Uh, then they um, you know then then you then they want to talk or they want to uh, relay information. Um, I'm glad she kind of got that, uh, got that information. I had no idea uh, of her background. If I'm understanding, I didn't know that she came, well, you have to say that she came from African royalty. So that was something, that's something special. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, thanks for that. That's, that's something, uh, you know, to bring us back and uh, reminisce, pay tribute. Yeah, she was a fantastic woman, and uh, some of us I don't know. The not going to be the same without her. Here, this is a power statement. Say again. I, I, well, I was that wasn't me speaking, but um, some of us knew some of our of our background. But I'm glad that she shared it with the entire community on Lauren's call. She also told me that her grandfather was a slave owner. Yes, she mentioned and it at that, the beginning of the interview. Yes. Yeah, wow. and that she had, and that she had inherited a lot of land in Florida, and that's one uh, that she was staying in New York for a while. Uh, yes, that was stolen. Yes, that was is that why she got targeted because of her property that she owned? Um, she believes no, pretty much strongly born into it. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it was more of the activism, or like Lauren said, maybe she was born into it. Born but into a generation. Like, yeah, her hmm. family members, like many of our family members, turned on her, and so they beat her out of her land. So when her son had mentioned to me that he was. Uh, looking for an insurance policy, I brought up the land. I said, well, I don't know about insurance policies because she never mentioned that to me, but I told him, I said, she did mention that she had a lot of land that the family members, you know, didn't give to her. And he, he kind of knew something about that, but I won't go into what he told me, but yeah. She got beat out of the land. I think she got a lot of land in Florida from what I understood. So, is there like a big family um, dispute about property and uh, material things, or are they are they are they having a rival over over property and uh, um, ownership well, well, I won't, guys, play the interview, but what I gathered another part that she could possibly be generational. Elvira felt she was always ostracized since of being a little girl and was denied access, you know, to education. And they kept her broke, uneducated constantly and stole her land. They would not let her go to school. She attempted, as you can listen in the interview, to marry. She married a man that squelched education. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's, it's truly very sad as she always told me at the end what she always wanted 
was to get this exposed, this program, and her big thing is we used to laugh and talk about she wanted to be the black version of Norma Ray. Lauren, I want to go back and get my um, education. You know what I mean? And we shared a lot because mine wasn't given to me easy either, being a surviving orphan. She says, yes, but you didn't have, because your family just spoke apart, a little girl, you didn't have to deal with them chasing you. But it was very hard nonetheless. It bothered her. She wanted her edu- a proper education. She wanted that very much. But it was always one thing. It's like this system, this program blockaded her in a lot of things. But she felt alive when she was able to protest, of course. She had a really yeah. rough life. She, she had, had a very, very, very difficult, a lot of things. And she shared with me that it's, it's more than just the love. She said, it's, it's something on you always said that your mom gave you loyalty. And she said, I never had that loyalty. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's sad, yeah. too. You know? Because when you have that, it feels just like love. It feels pretty great, in my opinion. It feels really good. Yeah, well, loyalty is a good thing, but uh, it's very. Yeah, loyalty is a product of love, though. One of the yeah, it feels good. It feels yeah. good. Because my mom never, and when till the day she closed her eyes, I was fifteen. She didn't really keep coddling me and hugging me. I love you. I love you. But loyalty. Every baby sister that came home, kiss your baby sister, hold her, look out for her for life. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. Yes, uh, yeah. good thing. Absolutely a good thing. Yes, it is. It's a, it creates a bond, a very strong bond. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. and, and, yeah, and impenetrable almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think of it, it's impenetrable. No, the bond. Yeah, um, I don't know. So, yes, thank you for that. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we just kind of have to uh, try and uh, celebrate her by living well and getting this thing out in the out in the open. Because what they did, and they, it, I'm just going to say it was murder, because that's what they do. They do it yeah, in a very cowardly, slow, yeah. uh, in you no know, slow way. It's, it was very simple. And uh, I think one of the things. One of the things that will make Avara the most happy is, is is if we can make some progress in the medical community. She was heavily yes. targeted in the medical community. They literally just let her die. That's how I look that, at it. That's they what they're attempting to do with Lillian right now. Absolutely, yes, because they'll deny you medication, they'll correct yes. medication, or no medication at all. Mm-hmm. Ridicule you when you go there, laugh at you, or attempt to baker at you, and not address your medical needs. Yeah. And that that's what happened to Elvira. Mm-hmm. She was uh, neglected in the medical community. Yes. Yes. How do I get the change in the second Okay. I can unmute anybody who wants to be unmuted. Star 8. I'm home now. I'll get $10. You want to be unmuted, start eight. Hi, James. How are you? Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. I was reading your blog this morning, actually. Oh, good. Um, You know, that lady who was talking about wanting um, 
images of injuries. I've got some on my blog. If you could tell her, you know, jameslico.com, J-A-M-E-S-L-I-C-O.com. Can you hear that? I know somebody stepped on it. Yeah, hopefully she's listening. Okay. And uh, I think there's a lot of things going on right now. Um, starting to come out and, uh, you know, this, this stupid business. And I got that moron um, perp stepping on my voice here. So, um, yeah, it's coming out, and uh, I think everybody needs to the important people in this is Deborah Tavares, D-E-B-R-A-H, Deborah, Deborah, something like that, and Tavares, T-A-V-A-R-E-S. And um, there's another one really good. His name is James Reed. It's kind of a, you know, easy name, but you, you might it? find it if you look for Jamie Lee, J-A-M-I-E, and Ellie. But there might be something, might be too simple. His uh, website and his uh, YouTube channels are aplaintruth.info. That's A, A, and plain, P-L-A-N-E, truth, like P-L-A-N-E-truth.info. But he had those because um, they were setting down his YouTube So he had to switch off. Anyway, he's very good, and uh, I recommend him highly. Has, has everybody heard of the... Let's see, it was two days ago, the um, Techno Crime Fighters Forum. You know what that is? No, I don't. Okay, well, I, I you really don't. need to listen to that because they're members of our community, and, they're you know, they're targeted. One of them is Ramola D. She's in Boston. And uh, Karen Melton Stewart, and I think she's in Connecticut. She was in Florida. I'm, I'm not sure where she is now, but she is a um, NSA whistleblower. She was illegally fired um, and retaliated against. And uh, and then there's Catherine Horton, Dr. Catherine Horton. She's in Switzerland. And altogether, they're, they have some excellent videos. They are very smart. And uh, you can watch them every Thursday at okay. 8 a.m. Uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Washington time or, or Pacific time. See, that's, uh, Washington State, Washington D.C. Yeah, if you're if you're in on the east, on the West Coast, that would be Pacific time, 8 a.m. Or it's 9, 10, 11, 11. A.M. Okay. Eastern Time. Okay. Thank you can you. figure out the rest of it. They are excellent. And this last one, I would rate it. You know, the other ones, uh, I'm, I'm not saying this to put the other ones down, but this one's on a, a par that you, you, you know, if the other ones are like seven, this is a ten. 
and they're talking about corruption, and uh, er- really everything is jammed in here. It's very good, and it's the it's number forty-seven, I believe. Yeah, um, let me make sure. And it's and this is the one. If you're going to give one to somebody, this is the one you would give. It's just excellent. Maybe it's forty-six. No, it's 37, and um, Karen says something on there, and Ramola does, and and uh, uh, Dr. Horton does, and it's all wonderful. It's all great information. They just hit a home run that time. Some some of the times, you know, it's just kind of average, but this time it was a home run. So that's techno, crime, E-C-H-N-O, and then crime, fighters, forum, Episode Check 47, T-E-C-H-N-O. And that's in Ramola D. Reports. If you go to, also, you can go to Ramola D. Reports and just select it. It's R-A-M-O-L-A and, you know, D naturally in Reports. Three things. And they did that on Thursdays. So, so they do that every Thursday morning. And I think it's wonderful. Was there any... Anything you wanted me to – did you want me to answer, answer one of those questions? I, I really forgot them, Renata. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me uh, let me pull them up, make sure I'm giving them right. Okay. So the questions of the day. Um, what's the last type of activism you did, and what can you commit to doing this year? Uh, which is better, to know that you're being targeted or for a person not to know and just go on with their life? And how important is it to keep your situation in the public eye? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, of course, I think it, to know is better. I think if you're in the dark, how can you possibly stay there? Uh, it's You know, our country is being taken down. It was taken over by a cabal of, uh, of criminals and thugs. They're trying to kill us. So what are you going to do if you don't know? What are you going to think when they try to kill you? And actually, they already are. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are. They, they, the Georgia Guidestone says five hundred thousand max of people. And, you know, that's that's in the right. world. That's right. in the world. There's I don't know what uh, billion and. China and I don't know how many in uh, well, maybe maybe that many in uh, India and around the world is I mean they'd have to be um, there would have to be mass deaths I mean more than ever any other time in history deaths and they're that's what they're calling for and now they've got the ability to create tidal waves create earthquakes create um, hurricanes. Typhoons and these these people are nuts, and they're spraying uh, these chemtrails. I'll I'll call it uh, geoengineering because they're trying to change the weather. They're using weapon as a a war. Excuse me, weather as a weapon, and they're doing this all over. They that uh, earthquake in Japan. They crashed those. Nuclear power plants, that was done on purpose because they didn't want Japan 
they weren't, you know, they, they're acting, the U.S. is acting like, um, a, you know, a giant gorilla telling people what to do, telling countries what to do. And if they don't like it, then they slap a hurricane on them or an earthquake or tidal wave. You know, what kind of business is this? These people need to be taken down. This, these, it, they are, it, they think they're Do you have science or, or, or is it just speculation that they can actually use the weather for, uh, for, uh, for no. weapons? Did they weaponize the weather? How do you know? Because it's it's everywhere. Go to go to um, geoengineeringwatch.org, and that's that's Dane Wigington. He's an expert in this, and they definitely did. And you can there there are uh, videos where there's a, like a step by step way they show you how they did this, and also with the harp. You know that's another thing. They use uh, can guide the weather. You know it's really crazy. They've got videos of these power plants. You know with the cooling towers and they putting out that steam when they're cooling the um, you know the spins. And they're somehow uh, getting them to work in like a series. So they they put out some steam here, put out some steam, and it goes floating along on its way. And then it turns into some major water in the air, and they can drop that anywhere. That's just one way. Then harp is another way, and that that's all electronic. And that they can change the jet stream. They can guide it somewhere. And they and he'll show you where, you know, in some cases there's it's like a square, uh, like the precipitation, like hits a wall and then moves over and goes down straight down. It's like you know, what kind of nature is that? It's not really. Right. So you have to you have to look at Dane Wigington and and oh Eric Carlstrom. Yeah, and Michael Eric. is it Ickle? Is it David? Is his name David Ickle? Uh, no, him? I didn't say David. I said Dane. No, but but Wigington. I'm saying that I, I saw a tape of his that that showed exactly what you're saying as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know him, but. Yeah. So, yeah. There's that. Uh, so, be sure to write down geoengineeringwatch.org, and that's Dane D A N E Wigington W I G I N G T O N, and that's the man's name. He's very knowledgeable. He's an expert, and he'll tell you all about this everywhere. And you know the whole from A to B, A to Z standard, and uh, let's see what else. There's a lot of whistleblowers out. Robert David Steele um, is a really good one, and um, and Dane Wigington will in- introduce one. I don't remember his name right hand right offhand, but he's good. And uh, let's see. All right, uh, that's that's about all I I wanted to say. Hello. Yes. Yes. Go right ahead. This is Bonnie from Connecticut. Does anybody know if there's going to be a murder investigation for Elvira? My friend Tanya, who's a TI in California, and I'm in Connecticut. We've actively been calling the police, the sheriff, um, the medical examiner's office. Um, 
Did anybody, does anybody know the last person I talked to was Deputy Sheriff Brown on Friday? I couldn't. Well, as far as, uh, I, as, far as I, I know. I was calling the and um, I ended up leaving messages on the phone. And one was to uh, uh, Deputy Sergeant, whatever he was, Brown. And I also had a chance to share with people in other departments about it. So they also have my name. Uh, I think we just need to pursue it more tomorrow. Um, that's the, man, the one man said that he went to Elvira's apartment and that the roommate was okay. She was not suffering from anything. And I just told him, I said, well, I told him how. Pardon Donna, me? who said that? Who talked about uh, that? I have written down, it's a deputy in, a, in another jurisdiction that put me over to him before I talked to you. Um, but he said that they went to Elvira's apartment and that, and then I told him, I said, well, this is, I met Elvira in 2010. She called me, and she told me that she had heard about what I was going through, and it was the same thing that she died from. And um, so I explained all that to him. And he didn't know a lot of these things, and he was very grateful to find out about the information. And so then he put me over to some other members. Well, I talked to another lady, um, but then I ended up with recordings. So maybe tomorrow... I will hear more, and we can just keep calling. Yeah, I'm going to call Sergeant Brown. At first, we were not nice to each other, and when I asked to speak to his supervisor, then um, he was like, I'm just asking you questions. I said, well, it's how you're asking those questions, you know. So anyways, um, by the end of the conversation, after like half an hour, 45 minutes, he was much nicer and he said he would get back to me, and he still hasn't gotten back to me. I'm going to call them every five minutes tomorrow morning because, according to his son, she was going to be cremated on Monday. I don't know if that's still the way it's going. But I told, and I, when I talked to um, the medical examiner's office, they said if it's deemed a homicide, nobody has to pay for the autopsy. They'll do it. But then he's like, what was she poisoned with? And I said, I believe it's Johnson & Johnson graffiti spitfire, according to Elvira's, you know, what she told me. I said, and he's like, well, who did, did it? And I'm like, what do you want me to solve the crime for you, you know? <laughs> but anyways, um, we're not going to let, Tanya and I are not going to let this go. Even if they cremate Elvira and don't do a murder investigation, we are not ever going to let uh, them live it down. They covered it up. The hospital, and even when I called the hospital to talk to the um, medical doctor at Holy Cross, Rita, who um, said she died of natural causes, I got, like, switchboard, and, and the lady said, I said, she was poisoned and murdered. She did not die of natural causes. And the woman <laughs> she was always saying she was being poisoned and sprayed. And I said, that's because she was, and she wasn't being treated for her symptoms and her breathing issues. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, uh, we're not going to let this go. Uh, well, no. tomorrow, tomorrow, hold on, you guys, one second. Tomorrow I plan to call the hospital to see if I can get her medical records because I have a, a voicemail 
several voicemails from Elvira that I saved where she said that she signed something to give me permission to have access to her medical records. And so if I have to play that recording for the doctors, I will. Um, well, according, according um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but according to Tanya um, and her conversation with the, some officials there, once the person dies, uh, the confidentiality is no more, there's no more confidentiality. Okay, so anybody can get our records? Uh, supposedly, um, I'll, I'll check with Tanya again, but that was ta- what Tanya was told, but it doesn't mean they didn't lie to her because they were sending her around and around and around. She was actually talking to the sheriff in the wrong county because when I talked right. to Sheriff Brown, he was, she, she was living in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and that's where she collapsed. And, and, and then she, so... Anyways, Tanya was calling and faxing and emailing the wrong sheriff. He said eventually it would have gotten, he's from Sheriff, um, Sergeant Brown is from the head office. So he said eventually they would have gotten the information, but it, it's going to the wrong county, she, my friend Tanya, the information. She gave him a lot of information. Yeah. So anyways, we're not going to let this go. Tanya's already posting all over the world about the hospitals because she knew the hospital involved when she was in the mental hospital and they wouldn't release her until Tanya said, you're not supposed to be allowed to keep her more than 72 hours. You're committing fraud if you bill her insurance company. So anyway, she's posting all over the Internet about the sheriff and about the police and, and the whole cover-up. Mm-hmm. We're not well, going to let this go. Elvira wanted justice in life, right. and she wants justice, I believe, in death. Well, you know what? I think you're saying. Yeah, I think what you just said is um, um, very important. And Renata, what you just added is extremely important. If, in fact, you do have information on or, uh, um, with her spoken word, her telling you that Renata, I'm giving you. This is verbal. I'm giving you the right. You know what? And I left you. You know, um, I did write it somewhere. They can look through the you know her, her forms, and and I gave you the right to look at, at my my medical forms. You can, in fact, go after them and and you know what and and demand those records. Absolutely demand those records. I mean, like, and you have all these people on the line, but then you have af- her absolute, you know, uh, you know, uh, on tape telling you this. This is this is not yeah. somebody playing, you know, uh, Elvira. But you know, apparently, guys, just like all of us, you know what? She saw that this could potentially be be you know what um, a scenario, and it is. And so now, everything that you have, everything that we have, use it. Use it. Don't hold it. Use it. Use it. Because this is what this is all about, right? Use it. We lost a sister here. We lost somebody. Somebody had to, you know, go down, die in order for all of us to live. Like, you know, you know, am I saying Christ or, you know, putting her up with Christ or anything? But in this community, you all know so much more than I do. Please don't hold on to that and think that, you know what, that what you have is, is not worth, you know what, more than gold. She asked you. She asked you if anything happens. Renata, and the, you got the right. The other thing is, if you do have access to her medical records, it's really important you find out what was she forced injected with in November by that mm-hmm. when she was crying and saying no, and he still injected her. Because I, I was talking to Elvira often at the time, and her breathing issues significantly worsened 
after she left that mental hospital, and I think it had to do with the injection. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. So, so well, I, the one thing that I was stressing to the to the police was that they were trying to make it sound like it was a one-time thing, and the roommate was okay, and that under that, and I said no. This is the, I've known her since 2010. This has been going on for years. This, mm-hmm. She was murdered slowly over a long period of time. And if you have an autopsy, these chemicals lodge in the fatty tissues and in the liver of the body, and that it will, it will be present. And, so and that's the a long period of time is what I stressed to them. You know, that it it did happen just recently, but that this has been going on and she has tried to tell people, everyone. And and at the least, they should save hair samples. And and the um, medical examiner's office says, we don't analyze hair. I said, well, the good thing is Elvira was friends with people all over the world. We didn't know how to get hair samples analyzed. Oh, all of a sudden, then he wanted my email address, my name, what state I He wanted all my information. Yeah. Forensics will show it. I gave it to him. Uh, If I have to pay and get her hair analyzed, if I can get her hair sample, I'm going to do it. Because uh, you know what, she wanted justice. And she even but told is her, her son. Is her son, is her son keeping a sample of her hair before they cremate her? I asked him to, but once I asked him, he's like, "Oh, I had to make arrangements for this and that and the other thing." And it's like, "Okay, stop, I, I, I." You know, get the hair samples, her hair brush or something. And and he was he he was just going on and on and on about something, you know, the funeral arrangements and relatives coming in around the country. And and I told him, I said, you know, your mother told me that her grandfather was a king from Africa and he, he was given acres of land for every grandchild. I said, I don't know if there was like 14. He said there was a total of 10. And now that his mother's gone, there's only four left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but, hopefully, they'll keep, they're, hopefully they'll keep a hair sample, I hope. Yeah, so and I'm shocked that the investigation. Yeah, and they said one of the people said they have five thousand employees, and I'm like, okay, you have five thousand employees. You don't know how to do hair hair analysis. I mean, my niece is an expert in in chemical and biology, and um, and uh, uh what is it? Um, oh, DNA. My niece is mm-hmm. an expert. Yeah. If, if You know what, listen, guys, if they can sit back, we're in 2018, if they can sit back, you know what, and, you know, okay, just with urine, they say, you know, they can see what kind of medication you took, then they can go a little further and take your blood. Then, you know what, they clearly tell you that they can take a sample of your hair and tell not only that you've been using a medication or been hit with something, but how long it's been going on. Yeah. So just like you can't take no for an answer, that's bull. You know, they're not expecting for anybody to raise those issues because you know what this this woman wasn't you know um, you know uh, um, somebody you know with with a title to them, but she was somebody to us, and so and we know what what what's happening, and so no, you're going to be forced to look at you no know, the 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 truth here because brother, today it was her, tomorrow it just might be you. 
You know what I mean? So you're sitting there, you're, and you're the, the fox guarding the hen house, and you know what? And, and, and you need to wake up to what it is that I'm saying. I don't care. I don't care who it is that you guys are talking to, but let let them know. Let conviction fall strong on them. You know what? That this could be your loved one. This could be you. You know what? You, this could be you. You know, this woman absolutely was not on this planet alone. You know what? You, it may appear that way, but you know what? There there are tons and tons of, you know what, tape of you guys conversing back and forth. You can't, you know, any, 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 anybody will look at that and see it. I mean, when you look at cold case files, they put these things on television, guys, because it's the truth. If you know what to ask them for and demand it, uh, for what, what is it? Okay, um, Title 15 uh, um, from the USC code uh, um, um, uh, uh, 1312 to demand a civil investigation. You can do that. You can look it, look it up. Pop it in your computers right now and look up Title 15. You know what? Under the USC codes 1312, you you can absolutely demand, not ask, not ask, demand of civil investigation. Now see if I'm lying, because I'm like not. I'm and really not. Matt has also contacted Rubio because Elvira contacted Rubio, um, and Rubio contacted Obama on her behalf. I mean, this was like 2010 or 11, I think 11. Um, so, and and uh, Elvira did indicate to her son that she, if anything happened to her, she wanted an autopsy, but she told him, don't worry, it's taken care of. He didn't know what she meant by that, and that's why he claimed he was looking for the insurance policy. Um, but, um, and I know that a TI told Ella she was willing to pay for the autopsy, Elvira's autopsy, but when I talked to the medical examiner, they said if the police would open up a murder investigation, then nobody would have to pay for the autopsy. So um, I've been urging people to call. Where do I um, call? Where, where, where? Let me ask you a question. What does the police say they need to to open a formal investigation? What is it they need? Um, well, they they claimed, oh, she had mental illnesses to Tanya. And so Tanya called, I called, Donna called, um, a lady from the U.K. called. Um, I think she's American. She might have been on your call last week. But the, yeah. number, to, the number to call, this is the main um, mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 954-324-3444. Mm-hmm. And and um he he was saying, Well, why weren't you guys call you her and her friend you and her friends calling when she was getting sprayed and poisoned? And I said, Listen, we're and I told him about FFCHS because he said, "How do I know her?" and blah blah blah, and that's how we met is through FFCHS. And he asked me what that stood for, and I told him and everything. And I told him I was also a targeted individual. I told him I blew the whistle when I was at the FDA, and I told him I was microchipped head to toe without my consent knowledge. Anyway, so I wasn't going to hide any of that. And I told him I have proof to back up all the stuff I'm saying. So, anyways. Um, he, like I said, he was abrasive at first, but then he was nice toward the end. Actually, toward the end, 
he wanted me to give him advice. And he goes, do you think I'm being radiated? I said, oh, for sure you cops are being radiated and law enforcement. And I, and I told him some protective measures he could take. And I said, you don't want this to go to the blood and water in your body because it, it causes cancer and so many other illnesses. Um, but anyways, um, I would urge anybody and everybody, especially if you have information, I mean, she confided in me. She was being poisoned and sprayed. Um, I know she had a case open with Johnson & Johnson where they were giving her information to bring to her doctor on how to detox her, her body and lungs from the Johnson & Johnson graffiti spitfire, which police used to either remove or cover up graffiti. And it I, I, have, I have that case number two for uh, Johnson & Johnson. She also left that on my voicemail. So I have yeah. That now, coming up spoke to Sergeant Ferrejo, and that's in another county, I think it's in Broward County, but this is the, the number I just gave you is like the head office. Um, I think the, the one above him is like a lieutenant or something. So um, Sergeant Freya was the one to say, oh, she had mental, Ill mental illnesses or something, and Tiny said, no, she didn't. So, um, and then they asked why the family isn't calling, and I, I told Sergeant Brown, I said, you know what? She wasn't very close to her family, and this shows you how she wasn't close. She was homeless at times. She was abandoned at a beach at 11.30 at night. I said, never in a million years would I allow that to happen to my mother or family members. So it, it doesn't mean she didn't love them or maybe they didn't love her, but they were not there for her when she needed somebody there for her. So anyways, I said, we're not going to let this go. And if I have to talk to your supervisor or the lieutenant or wh whomever I have to talk to, I'm going to keep on going. And even if they, if they um, cremate her and don't save the evidence, we're still not going to let this go. I tell you, they're messing with the wrong people because Tanya is fierce, and I am. Really, you know, I'm serious. I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That is really something. But, but huh? No, I'm saying that is really something. I'm hearing you guys, and I heard that. I remember that woman's voice. I remember her as a a part of this community, and I mean, like now she's like gone on to glory. I mean, she left all the information for us to do, to, I mean, to, to band together and to use this, I mean, and, and unity as one voice. So now that she left, she clearly just gave you everything. All just go, just go for it. You have you have the rights to those things. You have her information. You have actual information that nobody else has. You said I, I have the case number. Yo, yo. And and you know what? what? I suggest, you know what? I suggest they, they that we all. Wait, hold on, hold on a second, please. I suggest that we all do that. Just as Elvira did, it's, it's really funny how I can look back now and see that some people really have a premonition of their death because mm -hmm. Elvira did that. Christina did the same thing. She sent me all kind of emails uh, months before she died. If I die, I want you to call this person and that person and this person. So it's amazing how uh, people know, you know, that they need to get that information out there. So I suggest that we all do that. Yeah. You know, well, all so, well, so Elvira connecting with Tanya and myself, like I said, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but you attack me, back me into a corner or hurt somebody I care about, I will come at you fierce and mm -hmm. I will not stop. And this is what, you know, I, and Tanya has that in her too. So, you know, she hooked up with the right people because we are not going to let this go. No, no, no. And, just, mm -hmm. I, and I just want to not to change the subject, but earlier 
when James was talking and he talked about Fukushima and Japan and they can control the weather. Yes, they can absolutely control the weather. And yes, they did call Fukushima because the Japanese refused to buy GMO wheat from the United States. That was the punishment with Fukushima in April 2011. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that radiation, you know, in the, in the ocean coming toward California or whatever, it's not Japan's fault. It's the United States' fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so anyways, back to Elvira, she was doing all the right things. And like I said, when she connected with Tanya, she did the right thing because we're not going to let this go. And she was so grateful for, like, Tanya getting her out of the mental hospital, you know, because she wanted out. And, they, you know, she told me she was crying, and the guy, the intern, still injected her. You know, and she was well. I'm not to take any, not to take anything away from Tanya because I know she was very instrumental in helping Elvira get out. But all of us, a lot of us, called as well, and um, and advocated on her behalf to get out of that mental institution. So I don't want to take away from anyone else who called and was instrumental as well. Right, and that might have been instrumental, but when Tanya wrote the letter and, and gave them a 200 and something page document, the statute. They were committing fraud because they could not they could not um, bill her insurance company more than seventy two hours, or they're committing fraud. And when Tanya gave them this, she did it in California, which was afternoon her time, which would have been nighttime our time, and they immediately let Elvira go the next morning because they were afraid they were going to be caught for fraud. Uh, Elvira thought that was the thing that did it. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm grateful for anybody who called when Elvira was there. I mean, when he was in a mental hospital, I think a lot of people called. But sometimes you have to be more, um, you have to threaten, you know, with a lawsuit. Well, that information that you just mentioned about billing the insurance companies that um, Tony gave them, that's good for all of us to know because they do uh, defraud those um, insurance companies. So that's good information. It, it is. And the thing that's important is Elvira did not sign anything. She didn't have a guardian or conservator. She didn't have pending charges against her. Hence, they could, and I learned that word hence going up against the government attorney because they love to use the word hence. But hence, they were not allowed to keep her more than 72 hours, and if they did, it was going to be, it would be committing fraud. Right. If a family member or a loved one or whatever, you know, commits you, you never, ever do that to your loved one, please, commit you to a mental institution. It's called 302. When they feel it to you, I don't know what the proper code is when the, you know, the government or just say a doctor or somebody decides to, you know, uh, put you into the psych ward. That's another code that, that, that you know, it's called. But um, what you just said is absolutely true. They have 72 hours to hold that person for observation. In reality, you know what, they only have 24 hours if there's something in that person's system. If, if, if there's, if, you know, and then they'll, then that's, they'll agitate you and irritate you and do things to you know what to purposely um you know justify them giving you uh um uh um thorazine you know so that it can hold you for those 72 hours because initially it's really look at the laws and you find out it's only 24 hours if just say if a person came in intoxicated well the reason why they acted the way they did was once the once the liquor or whatever wears off then the person's clothed back in their right state of mind so you can't uh, you know you can't hold them for anything you have to let them go but if they decide within them 24 hours to provoke you and they will 
wrong, you know what? That's when they get give a person, you know what? Uh, the the uh, 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 what's the face shot in the arm, put you in four points of leather, and you're in there for 15 days. I mean, for for 70 for 72 hours. Then after that, you'll sit before you know a psychiatrist, and he'll go over everything and say, "Well, you know what? I think you ought to be in here for an additional 30 days." And I think you lost lost your damn mind, and you you better you know what? Uh, 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 like let me out of here now. Like you don't have a reason. You like don't have a reason. So she's right. She's right. A virus is the right thing because she didn't find anything. And then when they tried to give her medication, she kept them saying no. So she kept them telling her they were harming her, which is important. So she had all the wounds for a lawsuit against them because she was. She indicated they were harming her. She indicated no when they wanted to give her medication and and force injected her, and she indicated that she wanted to didn't want to be there. So she had all the all everything to have a lawsuit against them. And the package that Elvira sent um, to the hospital, Elvira has a copy. I have a copy. Elvira was trying to post it on different places on the Internet so that other PIs could see what Tanya did for her and, and what statute she referred to. They'll have to look up the statue, and you should know the statue in your state. You should right. know the right in your state regarding So, that. wait a minute. What's your name? My name is Connie, and they've never Connie? done it. Connie, yeah. that, no, I just want to tell you that's absolutely good that you know the, the the statue in your state. But Connie, I need you to look at the Constitution. You know what? Because you know your state, uh, uh, and you have a state constitution, and those are, are those are statues, like you said, or codes, ordinances, or you know uh, resolutions. Well, what trumps that is the is the supreme law of the land. So you know what? Everything that you're saying is not only found, at, you know, or whatever your statutes, your state says. You know what? The, the the Constitution will trump that. It will trump whatever your 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 uh your municipality has decided to write into their Constitution. That will trump it. Okay. Right. That's that's like really important. Right. Can I say this one thing to y'all? Everybody on the phone. Everybody. I don't care where you at and whatever in your life, whatever. From now on, anything that you sign. Anything that you sign, you know what? Put capital A dot R dot R. All rights reserved. You know what? So that no matter what those son of those those son of a bushes and everybody else want to try to do, you know what? You have that one. I wouldn't care, y'all, if it was you giving your phone number to somebody you just met a nice looking guy and you're single and all that. You know what? You better put A R R. Down on that paper, all rights reserved, because that gives you the right to go in. And once you once you sign your anything, you're contracting with them. You are contracting, you know what, with people to do whatever it is. That, and so it's up to their discretion to use it the way they want. But you know what, you put A R R on it, they can't. You can change it anytime you want. And let me say this to Charles, who comes to this call. He told us to write, if possible, in red. But if if you don't have red, that's fine. But he said to write uh, without, without prejudice. prejudice. When, you sign, when you sign your name, and mm-hmm. I have started to do that, too. It's, mm-hmm. For some reason, it, it has to taste the heck out of them. Go ahead. Uh, from what I understand, what that means is when I sign this, and mainly like medical forms, any kind of consent forms, when I sign this, if there's anything that I didn't understand at the time, that I signed this, and something comes up later that I don't agree with, then... I I can resend my signature. It's called failure to right to expose to, to failure to 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 uh, um failure 
to to um ex- expose or everything that you should have known. Like like you you get in a car and you get in the house. You're so excited about getting that house and that car. You ain't thinking about reading that little small red print. So did he tell you W O P without prejudice? Uh, well, I write the whole thing out. I say without prejudice, and I sign my name. I have I have done that on. Um, uh, tickets, uh, uh, tickets that all of a sudden I'm getting pulled over by the police, which I never was before targeting. But I signed that next to the next to my signature on the ticket, and I signed it on medical forms, and I've actually signed it on my uh, house papers as well. Anything, so, Renata, and everyone is phone. Anything, anything. You can also write UD under duress because they've got a gun. And, and no, no, you can argue that issue later. You're right. Come on, sis. You're right. I'm gonna give it to you. You're right. Well, I'm well, you know what? I, and, and you, you know what? I did that on the um, on the parking ticket. I wrote. Well, he said that I was told. He said that I was talking to my cell phone. Okay, which which I was not. So what I did was I rolled up my window, which agitated him, and I wrote on the back, no, at the bottom of the parking ticket. And he's going, Hey, hey, all you supposed to do is sign. I wrote, I am signing this under duress. Because I was told if I do not sign this, then I will be arrested. And so and coercion. I was, mm-hmm. and, now and y'all get into law. Good. I wrote that whole thing on that parking ticket, and boy, was he upset. Mm-hmm. Because he can't take it, and he, they can't go and turn it in to the to to the treasury and get money off of it. That's why when you whenever you you sign something, like if y'all didn't know, I don't know how many bank accounts we opened up in our lifetime. Every time you sign it, you know what? It's a million dollars. You know what? For your signature alone, and a million for that that the social security number. And listen, I didn't make up the rules. I just you know what? God has just been faithful to me to find these things out. And you need to know what you saw on television. Oh, excuse me, on on West Face, you know, I'm I'm sure y'all know that stuff don't happen. You know what? These people they came squad deep. All I mean, I have a quarter of an acre of land. They was at four entrances to my house. They was like all around, all around trying to totally invade and overtake. You know what? 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 what or you know what? My rights, my unalienable, unalienable rights as a human. You know, you we have rights, and you need to know them. If you don't know them, you can't enforce them. I mean, like, really, that's that's something that, you know what, we could take a little time to do, you know, on, on your cause or not. It's like really go over the Constitution. You really need to know how to stand your ground. You're walking and you're living as a peaceful inhabitant. You know what, but these people are making money off of us. They have been making money, money, money. So to have her in there, that's money. That's money. To have people in jail, there's, oh, God, I could just, there's, I could just go on and on and on. Just do it. They they make a lot of money off the prisoners. Just yeah. just right, you know what? Without prejudice, like you said. By the way, with the prisons, corporations have bought most of the prisons, so the prisons are pri- uh, private. Privately prisons. owned. Yeah. Privately owned. And the water mm-hmm. they're working on buying the water up too, so mm-hmm. it all goes back to corporations. Yep. It really does. Nice. Yeah, it Can goes I back to the corporations because because this um the society is going into fascism. Not socialism, like they try to try to put it out there. They try to make the claim that everything is becoming socialism. No, it's not. It's fascism. Mm-hmm. But um, but um, yeah, I'm glad to um, oh, you know, you know, hear that um, you ladies, you know, and everybody is um, you know, up on um, you know, things as far as you know, written law and stuff like that. Oh, Charles, 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 yeah. Charles is the one that, that shared with us that um, it's best for us to sign 
um, our names yeah. and then write without prejudice. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah, without, that I mean, well, I mean, it was already explained. I mean, y'all already did it real good. You know, without prejudice, you know, and you put that down. You know, I mean, look it up in um law dictionary, um black um black's black law law. dictionary. Yeah, th- yeah, third edition or fourth edition, Charles. There you go. Right and, on. And you can, right you on, brother. The, you can look at the black laws online, you guys. You don't have to buy it because I, I look at it online. Right. Mm-hmm. But listen, you know, the juice is in the third and the fourth because then they give case study. They'll give you case studies, which mean like you know, uh, you know, so and so versus this, so and so versus that one. Where is wherever, uh, whenever you know a uh, uh, a trial, somebody you know, you go to court and all that, you know, and it hits those books and it, you know, and it becomes a precedent. Then understand this: if it was argued at the Supreme Court level, you know what, whatever the outcome was at the Supreme Court level, and it was always in in favor of the natural people. Might I add, you need to look that up. You know what? It's called stare decisis, which means that you know what, all your little ordinance. Your statutes, your codes, none of it will hold up, you know, against stare to size, that which is the Supreme Court, the law of the land. That's why I'm telling you, you know, the last word is not with your, with your state constitution. It's with, you know, what the, the true constitution. And I believe, Charles, could you help me through here, is the, the constitution for I – know, I know one is, is the generic one, is not the right one – the constitution of America or the constitution for America. That's a so good that's, question. That's yeah, no, because okay, I knew I knew that. But, that gets that gets me confused sometimes myself. Yeah, I knew it. You know? I knew it. But yeah. you know, I don't mean to cut you up, but you know, going through some things, you know what? You know, we we just gotta keep on reminding ourselves. But I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for it. And you know what? So Renata, I don't know how to do this this back door thing and, and get into the chat the chat room. You know, they just they just really got been having my computer like for the longest. I, trust me, I told y'all I was looking for y'all for two years and. They, they would just they would just say sorry, unable to re, you know to access this website at this time, and, and I just you know God was just faithful and gave me y'all on the phone. So really, I'll look that up. I'll look that up and tell you. But these are some of the things that you know what that we really need to arm ourselves with because you know what it's not about if you if you read what I wrote on there. You know what prepare for the storm, and I really meant it. You know what the sheriff, you know what, and and all this the rest of the shady you know what de facto government trying to take over your rights. Man up, you know what, and, and public servants stand down because you're going to be put down not by the sword, but by the pen, by the pen. We really okay, got, you know what? On hold on, uh, Dr. Uh, hold on, hold on, because I want I want Charles to finish talking. Go ahead, Charles. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. You know, and um, as far as the um the records that you said you was going to get, um, Renata, um, brace well, yourself. Try. Yeah. Okay, um, brace yourself because, okay, I've been through that as far as with a relative a long time ago, back in the 90s. Yeah, it was back in the 90s, yeah. Um, uh, with relatives, and all of a sudden, you know, I was asking for the medical records and stuff. Okay, and after months of requests and stuff like this, they spring on me um, a, um, a bill, okay, so it may it may be costly, okay. And if it is, then come I mean come back good. We I guess we all put in put in um you know contributions. Put it good looking, in. good looking, yeah, Charles. But you yeah. know what, Charles? Thank you for bringing it up. You're right, they do charge. They do charge for uh, medical records. You're right. Renata, yeah. am I unmuted, Renata? Yes. And let me just say something. Hold on. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you something else. Don't. 
believe that those medical records are always accurate because they will redact information that they don't want you to know. They'll take things out, and they'll make it look real pretty by the time it gets to you. So, But I'm still going to try, you guys. Okay, go ahead, whoever that was. This is Kathy Renata. Um, I know it's been a long... Oh, I'm doing okay. Um, I know it's been a long time since I've been on the calls, but um, I ended up selling my house. I moved about 45 minutes away from where I lived, um, and I was my home was um, vandalized before I left. But when I left, it was like four months, and I didn't notice anything, any targeting at all. And I thought maybe it was in my neighborhood. Well, I was wrong. About four months into where I live now, it started again. A lot of vehicular stalking. Um, I found out that when I was in a hospital, be two years ago, July, um, I went to get the records, and they didn't want to release them. They said that they would release them to my counselor, but she was not to share it with me, and that they were going to send me a copy of the records. And I went, what the mm-hmm. hell? Mm-hmm. And then um, I my phone started, and I would... Sh- the first time I noticed it, it, it had gone on for some time. And I noticed when I was at the other house, I had a conversation with a girlfriend. Two days later, it showed up as a text message on my phone. And so I figured I started putting things together that they were actually listening to my conversation. Mm-hmm. So since I moved, um, I went to use Siri one day and because I always use Siri, it was disabled. And it said um, URL something. And then it said go go to Maps. And I went to go to Maps. And it, I have it all printed out, screenshot it and printed it out. And it the icon was gone on my, the app icon was gone on my phone. And I thought, what the heck is going on here? So then um, other things started to happen. Um, I couldn't mm-hmm. use the, I couldn't use the phone. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hit contact. Mm-hmm. The phone wouldn't shut off. The screen went white mm-hmm. on my iPhone. Just lots and lots and lots of things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, and I started thinking, what if I'm in an emergency situation and I can't get out on my phone? Cause I'm pretty isolated now. My daughter works and everything. And, um, just numerous things happen with my phone, and I thought I was talking and to tell about And tell about your medication, Kathy. Oh, yes. My medication is missing, and the doctor will not replace it. He's going to wait me, make me wait until March 4th, and I'm going to have a lot of side effects until then, See, which is very mm-mm, difficult. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in his mm-hmm. records, when I picked up the records, there were two things that were He dictates when I talk to him in the session. Two things were put in there that were not accurate. A document was never sent to me to elaborate on. That was supposed to be sent out to me. And this other place doesn't make sense to me in that facility because the day I left his his office, something told me to go straight to the place where... What had happened is I tried to take my life over this a couple of years ago. And thank God for Renata. I mean, she was there for me when you, nobody else thank was there you, for me. And 
I, she kept encouraging me. And what happened is I had to go into a treatment facility um, and I went and I really liked it and I felt it helped me. The doctor said to me when I showed him the plethora of information that I had, he said, it sounds like somebody set out to scare you or traumatize you. And, you know, they were all very, very nice to me. Now, when I go to get my records from there, the medical records person acted very strange. When I had called previously and they said, just come in or bring the form and come in that you fill out and pick up your records. So I said, okay. Well, when I went to get my records, they all acted very strange. And the nurse had given me the wrong direction, first of all, to get to medical records because I was in a program called Momentum. And I thought, this is very weird. Why would she give me the wrong direction? So when I got to medical records, I said to the woman, do I have to get an attorney? What do I have to do to get these? And she said, the doctor has to sign off on them. So she walked me back down. And I, when I walked in, let me back up. When I walked in, the doctor saw me because he's there on Tuesdays and Thursdays and the nurse and the administrator. And they're all like, oh, hi, are you coming back? It's so good to see you, blah, blah, blah. Well, this medical records person walked me down. And I don't know what she said to the doctor because I was standing outside. And he said, she said that. And I thought, what the hell? So then I saw the Jane, the administrator, motion for the nurse, come here. And then I saw the doctor. Are you there? Oh, oh yeah. So then I saw the doctor go running in, and I thought, what the hell is going on? So I get out to my car, and here's the medical woman. She goes, these two ladies want to speak to you. So I walk over. And outside is the nurse and the administrator. And I went over and they go, we're just concerned about your mental health. I said, you know what? I'm not going down this road with you. This is bullshit. I'm not playing this. Because when my targeting first happened, I checked myself into a hospital. And I went to three different hospitals. And they were all trying to get me um, petitioned. But because I had worked for the state, I said, I'm taking an ambulance. You are not making me stay in this hospital. All three hospitals had set me up to try to go in to get me there. Mm-hmm. And when I, they realized I knew what was going on and I wanted to go to the fourth hospital, apparently they didn't have anyone there that was going to be able to play this game. So then they said, nothing's wrong with you. We're going to have your daughter come get you. And I was vehemently shocked heavily. Now, that is sort of stopped when I, before I moved. And just this whole thing with these doctors, and then my counselor saying that they sent this note to her saying, do not show these to the patient or the client. I went, what the hell? This doesn't make sense to me. Wait, and can I, I ask get- you a question? Are you talking about yeah. the mental, from a mental facility? They said, don't show you? Or, or yeah. medical, medical. Because I want to throw that in there. It's very important to know there is a difference in your medical records and your mental, your mental health, and 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 just a uh, drug addiction or anything like that. They are not. No one can get your medical, your mental records. They they do, they do. And I repeat, they do have to be. You know what's subpoenaed by the court. So any ment- anything mentally 
you know what, uh, uh, regarding uh, uh, Alvara is going to have to be subpoenaed. They're not going to get they, well, that, that is the law. They will not give them to you, and they're, no, well, they're they not supposed them. to tell you what 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 your, what your problem is. You know what they what, understand is not your problem. What they perceive your problem is. But see, maybe what y'all don't know is this. You know what that you know you know when the medical field uh, mental field first started out. You know the little Reader's Digest, little little skinny little you know books that you know we see them at the end of the aisle. You know, something small. They started out and they had like a couple of pages like that. Then over the years, they took and, and it grew to like you see your physician's desk reference. It's a big old uh, encyclopedia. Well, now that's what the, what the mental field has but as well. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me just finish this. Okay. Let me just interject. Yes, they're going to release them to me. However, they said they would release them because they said you will get them sooner if another provider requests them. Right. So my counselor requested them, but they put a note to her, do not show Tell them you. to me. Right. And right. that they were going to be coming, they were going to send me the records also because I requested them. Now, wow. having said that, she wrote a letter that I have for the police because they tried to say I was delusional and schizophrenic and I said, wait a second, where is this coming from? There was a witness that day. I was there. And this last conversation, again with my phone, a gentleman intercepted my phone. And that's when I called the police. They tried to say I was delusional. Mm-hmm. I have to go get that report. Mm-hmm. And those officers, when I screenshot and printed this stuff out from my phone, they tried to make excuses for it. Mm-hmm. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I can tell you this morning my grandson said the police are sitting outside our house. Mm-hmm. And they have been by my house. Where I moved, it's not a main street. It's, it's mm-hmm. development. We're the only apartment complex where I'm at. So you tell me what's going on mm-hmm. because... I never. Kathy, 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 who yeah. keeps riding by your house? Who keeps riding by your house? Parked outside Please. of her house. The police Wait, parked who, who outside. Kathy? What's that? Did you say the police? Yes, we're parked outside on the street near my house this morning. Trying to intimidate you. Mm-hmm. Is that what and in unmarked cars as well. You see, you see different vans or anything pull up and just park there, and they have no business there. You know, they say if you see something, say something. But then when you do, you know what? You know, um, I, I had somebody who stand me to my face. You know what? And smash my phone and put his hands on me. And it took the cops like every bit of three and a half hours to get around here. Now, so you have to know protocol. They heard the confrontation, and you know while we were on the phone, they heard this. They were ready to come here and chalk off a body bag. Because I'm gonna tell you if. Any either either one of my sons were home. The guy would have been, you know what? Look, you know, he, he just it just would have been done. Now my husband even attempted to come down the steps, but he's a nineteen and a half year like uh, locomotive engineer and had worn body parts in his back. So he could he, he could barely like get down the steps to try to get to this man. And I'm like, you know, trying to hold my husband off. Like, no, no, no. This man literally took my phone out of my hand, you know what? And smashed it and smashed it. And I I mean like like this was going on too much. 
Too many people come in and sit in front of my door. I've lived here over 20 years. You will know there's something that's standing out of place. Then he's going to say, oh, you know what, I'm a, I'm a contractor. I'm a contractor. Okay, so you're here at 6 o'clock in the morning, you're a contractor. Then, so then you know what, he pulls off. If you contracted for somebody, why, why, why did you pull off, like, you know, um, you know uh, after, after this happened? If you if you were supposed to be here well, for real and not on on some some other kind of mission, but that that is yet to be um you know um continued, Kathy. Um, well, this makes me question like law enforcement. They are definitely involved, and I just exactly. Want to say that, I want to say that before I felt some fear for my life, and this time I just get this really sick feeling, and I told you, Renata. It's not a comfortable feeling. When I said to my ex, who I believe started this, I called him one day and I said, what the hell did you do this to me for? Because not too long ago, um, he was, and I don't want to be racial, but he was friends with these two Russian men. Mm. And this Russian man approached me in a goodwill. He said he was something about he was a psychic and some BS. I ignored him at first. He proceeded to go on, and I said, leave me alone. He then said something about a date. I said, you know what? I told you to leave me alone and leave here right now. So when he moved away, I got a picture of the front of him and the side of him, and I went to send it to my counselor. It would not go through to her, Mm -hmm. but the text message went through. Mm Mm-hmm. So they definitely have complete access to my phone. They do. And after that, in another conversation I had with this girl that kept trying to be friends with me in the complex, because I don't talk to anyone here, after the conversation with her and this gentleman separately, the stalking started heavily. And that's when I called my ex and said, why would you do this to me? And he said, you know what? I can tell you what probably happened. Something you said in a business back in 2013 or 14, I walked in a restaurant. I recognized a couple of people that went in there. There was a gentleman that approached me at a table. He just come out of the kitchen and he said to me, I just got through working on the computer in the back. And I thought, why would he come up to me and say that? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, do you have a business card? And he said, no, I don't usually drive this car which didn't make any sense to me. So when I left, I said to the woman that owned this Italian restaurant, I said, it was nice. The, the white pizza was excellent, and so was it recognizing some of the cartel. And my ex was Mexican. And let me tell you what, that did get heavily, it got heavy after that. Mm-hmm. I even took a jacket that I was just going to put in a um, uh, consignment with this girl, Mitch, vintage that I had it still had the wrapping on it from the dry cleaners and you know she goes I can't take this look at in the plaid every piece all the white in the plaid is all slit and it was from that same cleaners in that same center and I went oh my god so these are business people that have people all the way down mm-hmm. yeah, that deliver do. and do drugs and they're those people are definitely it's my street is just unbelievable where I moved to now because my other house, I couldn't stay out to the front of the street, but this is definitely right in front of my street every day, constantly. 
So uh, yeah, it sounds like you get heavily targeted. And um, just so you guys know, Kathy and I already had this conversation that she would she would um, share this on the call as a way of her testimony because she is fearful for her safety. So I extend that to anyone who wants to expose what's happening to them and to get it on the record so that someone yes. knows. Just like and we I were just talking about the virus. And what I will do, one second, second. hold on, please. What I will do is I will label it um, so that it can be easily found. So when you go to the archives, you'll see your name there or whatever. Okay, go ahead. um, Just a couple of other things I'd like to add. One night I left a message for my counselor because I try to let someone know where I'm at because I I haven't kept in touch with the targeting community. And if anybody doesn't mind me just letting them know my whereabouts, where I am, because um, in 9-24-14, I was in a very strange accident, which I realized afterwards I was drugged. Now I went to Discount Tire, and my car was handling funny on the freeway to get my five-year-old grandson. So I went to the Discount Tire thinking, is it my tires or what is it? When I got there, the kid even put it in writing for me. My tires were filled 10 pounds over the max. He said a bead could have blown out in my tire. Mm-hmm. And I was getting back on the freeway, and I thought, these people are so sick that they would put my grandson at danger, mm-hmm. make it look like it was an accident. Mm-hmm. And I told the police that, and they said, oh, well, we don't get called out until after the accident. Mm-hmm. They will not do a thing except try to write that you're delusional. And they told me to go get rid of my iPhone. They sell those for – Apple buys them back for $29, which is a lie, and that they um, – to get a track phone. Are you kidding me? Seriously, mm-hmm. get a track phone? So I know they're definitely involved. They are. They are. They are. They are. Your phone. Okay. Kathy, you know that you can, if you want to, you said you want to let somebody know your whereabouts. You know you can always text me if you want to do that or call. Yeah. I just get a little concerned, and I'll tell you why. I tried to get out to my girlfriend the other day, and Verizon message came on and said, this is no longer a working number. I tried uh-huh. to get out again, and then it came on her voicemail in English and then in Spanish. Because they have good. a trap and trace on your on your line, Kathy. That's what well, it is. Somebody, well, somebody actually has control of it. So when I mm-hmm. called out to the counselor, I looked down at the phone, the outgoing log. I called her on the fourth uh, of um, February at eleven o'clock. I looked down at my phone log, outgoing, and it said February second at ten twenty six. Yeah. I said, "What the mm-hmm. heck is going on here?" So they can cut my line at any time. I don't know if anybody has any suggestions. Verizon just sent me a new one, but the people I've been talking to at Verizon keep being the same ones coming on the phone. On the exactly phone. because they're re- listen. I tell you what you do. You know what you go over under you know, surf all under the applications that you do have, including but not limited to your uh, uh, whoever the you know you're getting internet through. Look under what their permission is for you to have that application. And I'm willing to bet you that you're going to find not only on one but multiple uh, 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 under the application, under permission, it will say 
quote, unquote, you give us the right to redirect your outgoing calls, but not as they relate to 911. I tried to tell you all this a long time ago. You know what? You know, you did, you're right, and I'll tell listen. you why, because this new phone from Verizon, I just read the rights on the SIM card. I went, oh, my God, they have a right to do something to the software it's said in there. Right. You're, you're, they said stuff. to take out your SMN. They can go into your contacts, t- um, uh, tamper with your your uh, uh, your photos. It'll tell you all that in, in permission. That constitutes oh. as malware because that makes no sense. So when I called them all these all these years, I'm hearing people, I said, no, I don't want to talk to customer service. I want to talk to a techie. And they would say, oh, oh, just like you said, Kathy, the same yes. people. All, uh, I'm always hearing the same person, Shamika, Shalala, Sh- you know what, Debbie. Yes. whatever and I'm yes. like you know what tell me this why is this on my phone I've never heard anything like that I said you know what that's an insult you should not you should not be working for this multi-billion dollar corporation as a technician you're going to tell me you ain't never heard nothing like this I don't know you know what that's not something I do I'm not I'm not all savvy with the computers but I do know enough to know that that constitutes as malware because why the hell would I give you the permission to redirect my outgoing calls if I'm trying yes. to call Renata you know what and it takes me into you know what a, a constant ringing 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 and Renata never answers where are you yes. guys going to call today and your phone is constantly going to ring? Where are you going to yes. call today and get a busy signal? It's going to default into a mailbox. They'll even put them in mailboxes. They'll do just what you said, Kathy, at the top when you when you said, you know what, a, a, a message came up talking about this worker, this phone is no longer working or whatever. Then yes. you called her back and got it back. When they do that, you know what, they're buying time. They're buying time to go in and put in something because they want to see where you're calling. I'm telling you, this stuff has been going on for like forever and a day, guys, with me. Like they, I took pictures of the house next door. I told you this, Renata. I took pictures, and you know what? It within seconds, you know what? They cropped the picture because I didn't make. I was just, I was just, you know, proving a point that you know what? Like this house next door, these people just moved in, and every five minutes they get, they get mail. I mean, like all this mail. I mean, like even on Sunday nights, I would see people coming and dropping off mail. And you know what? I mean, like you've got to be kidding me. Sunday nights, really? So I take a picture of all these boxes of people. Well, coming and leaving mail. Well, guess what? I didn't mean to get the top part of the house, but you know what? Whoever was monitoring my phone took and cropped the picture before I could get it to my husband or my daughter or before before I could save it. And they cropped right. the picture and took out. And what I seen was two people standing in, in separate bedrooms. I know that house very well. I mean, I, I knew my neighbor. I was in her house before. There were two people standing in, 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 in separate windows, and you know what? And they cropped the people completely out. Whoever was standing there watching me as I took these, and I only took the pictures, you know, really to, to capture the stuff on the porch because I'm not getting my mail. Everything I sent out, you know, it's like, you know, um, oh, we lost it. Wait a minute. I just paid $32 to, for, for all this mail. I got, I, got, I have the, the coupons to, to show you, you know, what, what I have to send things certified now. And you, oh, all of it is lost, right? All these times. All in 2016, yeah. 17, yeah. all my mail, all of it. Do you hear what I'm saying, guys? All of it. Yeah. You really? Then that means that everybody lost their mail that day, right? Everybody. Because you just, I brought six pieces of parcel around here going in six different, different places. You're going to tell me the whole damn batch got lost. Now, come on. Come on. And well, it all had took, to do with my house. All of them. Well, they took all my eBay pictures down. They destroyed my eBay. They took all the pictures I had taken. They even took the drafts that I had on eBay where Mm -hmm. I started to write the description and the pictures, Mm -hmm. they deleted those of a Phoenix Suns jacket I had. Totally have destroyed any means of extra income that I had to supplement my income. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked. I thought it was eBay. I don't know. I don't know who's done this. 
But mm-hmm. somehow they seem connected to different people that have the capability of doing this stuff. I was just thinking, I talked to this girl at Verizon today. She said, I have up to 45 days to get this replacement phone, my phone in. And it says five days on the box where they're going to charge you $500. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. What Kathy, is. all I can really tell you for real is, you know what, think about this to everybody on this phone. Think about this. You know what, you know, aren't they talking about, they're talking about cashless, you know what, uh, um, environment. And then, you know, we went through the phase where they say, you know what, we're going to be, they're moving towards paperless, where everything, you know what, mm, you know, because we all, we try to hold on to our papers and all these things, you know what, but yes. they said, you know, we're moving paperless, so that everything's going to be on a disc, and oh yeah, now we've advanced it to a, you know what, the smaller chips, right? So I'm going to tell you a, a little word, and you know what, and use it. This is what you This is what you do. Don't let nobody stress you out about, oh, well, we need information on that, we need proof on this, this, this. you know what? Whatever you have a problem with, whoever, whatever company or whatever, it's called subpoena duis tectum. That's what you're called for, a subpoena duis tectum. That means all of the tapes. You know what? For whatever year it is you want, like for City Hall. No, you can talk that trash if you want. But you know what? In 2017, you know what, 2016, all the times I submitted myself down to City Hall, do you know what, to go see various people, signed that, that, that ledger, you know what? And so all that is under, under surveillance. Every time I went over to that DA's office, all that's under surveillance. Every time I went to the FBI, all that's under surveillance. So you know what? For these couple of years, these two years, you know what? Subpoena do is tech them. Every freaking day, sit, get your, get your people down, whatever they're doing, because you know they ain't doing nothing but causing strife and division in people's lives anyway. You know, put, put analysts on this. Look through every tape, and you'll see the day that I came in there. You'll see my signature. I want all of it. All of it. All of it. But they don't, they don't think, they know that most people don't know to ask for that. To ask for a subpoena, do it, protect them. That's all the so, tapes, everything. I want every damn thing that captured my name, my face, everything. You know it's under surveillance. They have to do it. They have to. But if so you don't know it, subpoena? then they don't. Subpoena, do it, protect them. Look it up in the, in the, you know, just the way that it sounds. Put in subpoena, do it, protect them in your, in your, in your, in your, uh, uh, on your computer right now and see what, see what it is. It, it, it demands yeah. All of the information via, you know what, a written form, via, you know what, satellite, whatever, because y'all know everything is under surveillance. Stop playing. I mean, like, really, stop playing. We know this. Did not Edward Snowden tell us from 2010? That means all the correspondence. I'm, I mean, I have to go to the marshals. You go to the provost marshal, and you know what? All my mail. I need, you know what, everything that ever came, supposedly came to my house in 2017. You know what? Mm. You call it an audit, but guess what? I know exactly what to call it. Call it what it is. Subpoena. Well, look at do it. Hear me. Renata, you hear me, Renata? Renata, you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Go ahead. I have you guys on mute. Go well, ahead. I want to. I want to ask everybody on the call, man. I want to ask everybody one thing. Did y'all tell me within the last twenty-four hours, each and every one of y'all, did something good happen to y'all within the last twenty-four hours? Because I need to change the, uh, the floor of this. So for me, yeah, me... yeah that's I'm what I want to find out. Yes, go ahead. I'm with you on that. I like the positivity, too, because we know we got a whole bunch of problems, but we have some blessings right. in there, too, so I see what you're that's right. yeah. Well, I'm grateful oh. that I wake up to my grandson. All right, that's good. That's, that's a blessing. Because, yeah. see, the most high, if you keep complaining to God, 
about this here and don't don't uh praise the most high for your blessing, that right there don't sit good with the people that with the most high. Especially, Josh, you're right. I I agree. I'm just saying, you know what, remember, my people die for lack of knowledge. So I just, I look at this phone call as like, you know, just like informing people, you know, on some certain things that maybe, you know, you didn't know to do that, like you you really didn't, people don't know. To ask for, if you don't know your rights, you can't enforce them. Hold on. We do, we do know. We, we, I think everybody on this call does their research. So, um, but Mm -hmm. I, I hear, I hear what Wes is saying because we do talk about problems more than we do solutions and mm-hmm. um and more than our blessings. So I am grateful that my husband's about to take me on a date. How about that? Well I I'm just happy. wanted to go girl to tell you a story. I was just talking in case something did happen. I didn't mean for it to be a negative thing. I just it's not negative, it Kathy. It's not. It's not negative because you and I already talked about this, so this was planned. And you should get this on recording because you are fearful for your safety, and your targeting has increased, and things um, are kind of uh, going south for you. So you are doing. You are absolutely doing the right thing. We're not. Yes, and like I said, I'm pretty isolated. My daughter just says. Oh, I don't want to hear that stuff. Like, she thinks it's not a big deal because she was targeted. And I feel like now that I sold my house, before they were going after that, and now they're trying to take me down financially this way. So I just want it to be known that I'm not, you know, that other people out there hear me in case something happens. They know that I didn't try to take my life again. And if it's a car accident, it needs to be investigated. And we, have, we have that noted. We have that noted. 13, Kathy. 12. But, but, but we know that you are under the ark of safety. And, um, you know, nothing nothing happens without God allowing. So you will be just fine. A yeah. lot of this stuff is, is fear and intimidation. They ruled us by fear. So we have to lose that fear. Yes. That's right. Yes, I agree. Perfect love cast out all fear. That's and right. I don't feel, I feel moments of it, Renata, but then I feel moments of, you know what? If it's my time, it's my time. I just pray that it's not brutal or something like that or it doesn't affect my grandson that might be in the car with me because he doesn't deserve that. And, you know, do let, what let you want. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. One of the things they like to do to me, of the many things they like to do to me in my targeting, is erratic driving. There's a lot of erratic driving around me cars and look like they're going to come head on collisions and just misses and side swipes yeah. and all that drama. And when, and that can be very scary, to be honest. But when that happens, I say a quick prayer, Lord, I repent for all my sins. If it is your will that I go, please receive me into your kingdom. And that's it. And I'll go on. Because they're not going to rule me like that. You know what I'm that's saying? That's right. Yeah. We stay, yeah, I do. We stay, we, we stay right with God and our lives are in his hands. And I say it all the time. They do that erratic driving. Lord, my life is in your hands. I repent for all my sins. I can't be bothered. They're just putting it for a bigger testimony. Because because (laughs) whatever they're trying to do is Mm -hmm. not going to happen. That's right. It's not going to happen. If they think they're going to stop me from coming out and living my life, it's not going to happen. So all we do is try to remain in right standing with God and go on with our lives. That's true. I like that. That's the truth. That's the truth. I like that. And you just That's you know you you tell the enemy all you're doing is putting in for a bigger testimony, you know what I mean? Because that's, Cause that's it, it's all yeah. good. Because I already win. You ain't read the end of the book. It says I win. 
Right. But, but, I mean, what else can you do, Kathy? You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you're in those moments and, and, and your tire was overinflated, we just got two tires out of the week constantly. I know I spend a good $1,000 a year on tires alone because they constantly uh, uh, flatten our tires and all of that. So I bought one yesterday and I bought one last week for the other car. So it's constant. Wow. So when so when you know that your tire is overinflated and you could have died but you didn't, that's a, gr- a, a gratitude moment. That's when you take a moment yeah. and thank God for having and mercy. And I think the gratitude is this, that now I know to get one of the things to check my air before I get in the car. Mm-hmm. That's the well, that's I'm what you want to do. See, I, I'm, I'm not going to do all that, but if that's you know if that makes you feel safer, then that's what you should do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's just it, it's never ending. So at some point, we just have to say, Lord, my life is in your hands. I, this is yeah. too much for me to bear. I give it to you. I can't deal with yeah. all this. <laughs> I'm only doing lot. that because of my grandson. You know, because yeah. it was that's you know. I love him, and I don't want anything to happen to him. But you know, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Kathy. Just by making that statement, that's how they will target you because mm-hmm. they know that he is near and dear to you, and I know that he's near and dear to you because I know how much that's you right. love him because we talk on the phone. But that's how they will target you. So you you put his life in God's hands as well. I love my children dearly, and I hate to see them be targeted, but I give them to God. Because he, Look at Abraham. Were, Look at Abraham. Look at Abraham with his son. Abraham with his son. He loved his son so much, God tested him and tried to tell him to kill him. Okay? So it's all about what you see and how you roll. Because once you pray to the Most High God for what you want or what you need, you only do it one time. Because if you're praying to God for the same thing, then that means you ain't got no faith in the Most High God. You don't need to hear your prayer but one time. That means you, you well, I'm going to pray God. for my children more than one time. <laughs> I pray for my children yeah. every day. It's just con- well, no, you, men ought to pray always and not fail, like all well, time. That's just, well, I'm just telling you all how I, I roll, know. Man. I know. I know, Charles. That's what's up. Amen. Well, I'm, I'm grateful. Like I'm grateful that I woke up this morning, closed mm-hmm. in my right state of mind, knowing that you know what, this too shall pass, and I got a chance to get on um, Renata's call because I ain't, I ain't heard from y'all in a hot minute. What you look for and concentrate on, you're going to find. All right? So if you're looking for constantly what they're going to do this, what they're going to do that, it's going to, you accentuate it. It's all thought, words, and action. It's not it's really that we look for it. It's just that being humans, we, we do worry about certain things. But I'm telling you, Kathy, they know how much you love Kyler, and uh, don't let them target you that way. You know what I'm okay. saying? Don't let them target yeah. you that way. You give his yeah. life to God. God got him covered just like he got you covered, you know? Yeah, and I don't think that when in regards to this gentleman that just spoke, it's not that we concentrate on it. You have to be aware of your surroundings. But you can be aware of it, but you can't situate it. You can't situate it and put that emphasis on it. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. No, right? because your whole life becomes conversation about it, and it drives your family and friends away. Well, they, go, love right they love us focusing on that's them. That's right. You giving them they your energy. They love us focusing on them, and that's why Wesley was trying to redirect our conversation because yeah. I see where he was going with that. Because they love us to talk about them. Because if we focus yes. on them, we're not focusing on us, and we're not focusing on God because we're focusing on them. That's you know right. I mean? You're right. You're absolutely right. And I was just getting ready to start a Bible study because with someone because I feel like I need to have a stronger connection and faith with God. And these things will not get to me like they did before when I was so 
Remember how I was before Renata? <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I just think. But that, you're doing better though, Kathy. You're doing much better. And this is all a journey. This is all new to us. This is not even natural. You know, so we're trying to learn this stuff as we go along. And this is a I place mean, to process. So I don't want you to think that you can't talk about it because you can. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I, this is the first time I've ever felt, you know how you say that? You have that premonition. I just want it out there because I just get this feeling like this might be the end. Well, that's see, that's what that's what took Elvira at because she kept saying that every day. You can't keep saying that it's the end of this targeting. You gotta flip that word around. It's the end of this stuff they're doing. Every day, every minute you breathe, there's another second to this stuff coming to an end. I just told y'all they rounding them up. All these devils that are doing this, they rounding them up. All right. Mm-hmm. These they even got a warrant out on uh, what the dude named Netanyahu. They got a warrant, an indictment on him mm-hmm. and all this group. One of the person in his cabinet already been arrested. It's coming to an end, Right, y'all. yeah. There's a whole lot of steel indictments, too, that's coming down. So, that's yeah, that. Charles, you're, you're absolutely right. You know what? Nah, I think name, I'm definitely Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That wasn't Charles. That's Wesley. That's it was, right. It was who? Wesley, Wesley. Hi, Wesley. No, you, no I, I, you're, you're right. I think sometimes, you know what, you know, we, we are... We're concerned, and it's you know when we start to get into worrying, that's when it's in. But when you know it's a healthy concern, when something is you know really concerns you, and God promised to perfect the very thing that concerns us, so that it doesn't turn into fear, because perfect love does cast out fear, and you know faith and fear can't reside in the same body. You know, and so you're His, Kathy. You know, and He and and He hears you. He hears you afar off. He knows your voice. You know what? Over all of His other children. He'll hear you and say, that's Kathy, you know what, and he'll move on your behalf. So I I agree with the hearty amen, you know, to, to keep it, you know, knowing that, you know what, God sits high and looks low, we're holding the good as well as the evil. He He's not emotional. You know, come, things come up on us and we're like, oh, my, and God, like, I already seen that before the foundation of the world. You got this, girl. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving. And you know people, what? They really, they really do play off of our fears and insecurities. Yep. They really do. Yeah, you know yep. what? I have Where to there's fear, there's torment. You want to hear a funny story real That's quick it. about this whole thing? I was telling a friend of mine, I said, you know what they try to do? I said, get you incarcerated at the hospital, whatever. Just as I said that, I can send you a screenshot. A fingerprint popped up on my phone when I said that about the jail thing. Oh, at wow. First went, at first I went, what the hell? They really and are then, listening to your conversation. They you are listening. see the stuff that comes up on mine. Mm. Well, yeah. we're gonna kill both of y'all is what it said on, on my laptop and then I now I see this thing that pops up there's a picture of this, this indigenous sister and it says um, Robin Bradley Bay got arrested you know what Robin Bradley Bay died and, and, and it'll just vanish you know when I motion my husband to come see it then, then they'll take it down like all, all these little things like you know what you can say whatever you want to say but you know what mm. the very thing that you're sending out you know what to rest. You know to 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 uh, uh, to rest over my house. You know what the Lord already said. You know any curses that sent out over his his children. You know what that the very person who sent it is going to return back to their their home and rest over their home. It's going to rest over your house. So if you send out, a, I mean I'm not making this up. Go to the Word of God and read it. Read it up. You know what you can send. People send curses out like all the time over us, y'all, and you know it. 
You know it. You know it. I mean, oh, yeah. not, I here. cannot anybody imagine. Anybody that Israel, anybody that curse Israel, they get cursed a thousand times. Straight up. I got to realize that. Straight up. Really and, and, and the blood washed child of the most high God. His people. His people. Right, his right. people, Charles, all all across the board. My I, people I who are called you by my name. You keep changing my name to Charles. You keep changing my name to oh, Charles. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, charge to my head, not my heart. I apologize. You know what? Okay. Your gratitude, they... your gratitude changes your attitude and gets your aptitude. You I think I think the most high weather I got: bologna sandwich, peanut butter, or T-bone steak. There you go. That's the way uh-huh. I roll. Okay. You know what? You, I want to tell you, you, you that the, how you, I knew you, they were you, controlling my phone is. I was on my way. I said, Siri, I need to navigate to 1800 East Van Buren. So it says B asterisk all the way to T. Simmons controlling the phone. I need to go to. And then it said, that's when I was going to the hospital to get my records. At the bottom, it said, there's no need for that. I was like, oh, my God. Ask Siri, who is Jesus? They can tell you who Buddha is and all them. Series, Google, Alexis, all of them. Say, so try, try to be slick now, but you know what? Jason A., I don't know if y'all, you know, listen or follow him. He has some really, really good tapes, you know, what on, um, like, eschatology, which is the study of end-time events. And he shows you, like, those things, the, the designers of those those little boxes that, you know, tell you all this stuff. Series, go here, go there. Ask Series, who is Jesus Christ? I don't understand your question. Ask them who's Buddha. Ask who they'll answer. Those little machines will answer and tell you who you know everybody else, but they won't tell you who Jesus Christ is. Now I, I you know I sampled it. Now then I had a pastor friend of mine. You know where it you know it went into after I told him. You know where it went into you know what because he, he's being surveillance. Like pastor, like. Psh- Wake up already. Like, then it tried to say the Messiah, the this. I mean, like, yo, people all across the world wrote about this, wrote about how Ceres would not, Ceres, Google, and Alexis and all them, they would not tell you who Jesus Christ was, but they would tell you who Buddha and Confucius and Muhammad and everybody else was, but would not tell you who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Right, wow. there, y'all, but Jesus is a made up name. His real name Yeshua. Yeshua, anyway. Yeshua Hamashiach. All day. I heard. I, I, I got you. I, I know a that. Lot of controversy about that lately, about how well, Siri won't tell you who Jesus is. There's been a lot on the news about that. Uh huh. Not only series, but but Google and Alexis and the rest yeah. of them little tech heads. <laughs> you know, whoever pl- you know, whoever sat there and you know, you know, programmed that thing. Come on, come on, y'all. We we already know, you know. Like this is a this is a the Christian life is not a playground; it's a battlefield. And you know what? We happen to be front lining right now. You and you know. So if you get hit, then you become casually they well, put you on the side, let you heal up. The battle is not mine to fight. The battle is not mine to fight. No, but well, Charles, like but Charles, Charles in terms like, of well, wait a minute. No, right. the, you're go right. Go ahead, Charles. Go ahead, Charles. I'm, I mean, no, no, you're right. Talk, no, Charles, Wesley, Wesley, my my bad. Wesley, my bad. But you're right. The battle is not ours. However, we still are commissioned to fight the good fight of faith. So you know what? When we when when we see people doing things to us, the very thing that you know what our flesh would want to do, the Bible would tell us. You know what? To you know our our members, our body is or should, should be used as members of, of as instruments of righteousness. So rather than for Rob, well, for that? Dr. To get you, you bring that, your body you know under subjection, you, you pray. You know, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna say this because I can't out talk no woman. I'm gonna say this and be quiet, okay? You, right. The way you handle right. this is 10 percent what happened to you and 90 percent how you roll. So if you're doing it with the Most High Yah, 
I'm like MC Hammer. They can't touch this. All right, now you can talk. I'm through. Yeah. Okay, um, well, I'd like to ask a question, okay, since um, y'all bring it up, because it was a good, uh, what y'all what y'all brought up, a good question as far as the name of Jesus, stuff like that. Um, it's another thing that's um, going around that I was thinking about before, but I never brought it up to the to the community, to the to the call before. I'd like to get y'all input on this now, okay? Do y'all think the world is flat? Well, my brother, I'm just like these other women. I'm just trying to stay perpendicular and 90 degrees to the earth. So, well, if it was flat I mean, around, it's, big, it's, a big, it's becoming a big thing. Before, I thought it was a joke, okay? But now, a lot of people, I mean, even uh, if y'all are familiar with um, Reverend, uh, Reverend Phil Valentine, he's even jumped on board of that shit. So I want to know what everybody, what everybody's consensus, you get a consensus of what everybody thinks, well, I, I, like I say, I'm just trying to stay 90 degrees on the planet right now, man. That's what I'm trying to do. So that's my decision on that one. Respectfully, no, you know what? Um, I have, I, no, um, I, I don't. I, you know, my response um, would, would just be the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and everything that's in it belongs to him. The cattle upon a thousand hills belong to the Lord. So I have to learn that. I, I, I am going to look into that. You know, thank you for raising that because I, I just... You know, there's been other things I've been having to deal with, but that. Thank you, thank you for that. I'm gonna I'm look. I'm gonna I'm start looking. Whether it's flat around, I'm trying to keep the devil off. I'm gonna keep the devil off. I don't care where it's flat around. The evil <laughs> gonna people that's flat. <laughs> oh, anybody else want to? Anybody else want to chime in on that? No. So everybody's gonna duck the question. So I mean, so uh, so everybody's gonna duck the question. Okay. I mean, really. I mean, okay, maybe. I, I, from the phone. What was your question, Charles? Okay, the question is, okay, the uh, controversy that's going around now that's building up steam as far as whether the world is actually round or flat. Okay, I don't understand. I had this, this conversation with my husband. I personally, I don't understand why it matters. Okay, so my husband said it matters because it's another deception that they're, you know, another lie that they're telling. But we know that everything's a lie. I mean, pretty much everything's yep. a lie. So I don't know. I don't know why it matters. I mean, I remember with the whole um, son thing, we were always raised to believe that there was one son, and when the son was risen here, it was down somewhere else, and then it moved to a different part of work. Then over the last couple of years, they said there's, what, three or four different sons? Which makes sense. Um, Three or four different. Okay, this is the first time I heard that. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. The scientists came out with that. They said that you know there's three or four. I forget how many, but that makes sense to me that one sign can't be in 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 all these different places. So with this flat Earth and round, I I don't know why it would matter. I mean, we know yeah. a lot about everything. So somebody explain to me why it matters because it don't matter to me because I know it's all a yeah, lie. I, I know they they they, they lie with the uh, that the north on top and, and south on the on the bottom. Does it make sense? The people mm-hmm. at the south is closer to the sun. Yeah, they they the I do understand they did flip the it. Sun. So they lied about that because America mm-hmm. and uh, England is the bottom of the uh, away from the sun, and uh, uh, South America is closer to the sun. Right. So they drew the map upside down. Yeah, right that's there. what I was gonna say. Yeah, they drew that map upside down. I will. I do. I have read that. Mm-hmm. They lie about everything. 
hey, they lie about who discovered America. They lie about every. They lie about our history. They lie about everything. <laughs> well, you know what? It's all a lie. You know? Wesley, I got to tell Wesley something. Wesley, that was not right for you to, you know what, tell me to shut up because that's not. Well, I didn't not, ever say that. You just say, not, I'm not going to argue with a woman, you know what, but you know what, you need to shut up for a minute. And then you rolled on with it. And then you said, now you can talk. Now you can talk. Renata, Renata, can go that. back and play the tape. But I'm just saying, come on. I said, I I I I I'm going to charge it to your head, not your heart, because I know I, I do know better. I know you know better. I know you know better. Everybody you know. saw, no, I did not say that, lady. Okay. Yeah, he right. said be quiet. He said be quiet. No, no I um, said I'm going to be quiet. I said I cannot <laughs> I talk no woman. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to be quiet. That's exactly okay, well, what I look. say. Okay, okay, well, look, okay. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to just going to have my say on it. Okay, I'm going to, you know, register register where I'm staying on it. Okay. Um, okay. Renata, if I um, I did. understand. I, if I Excuse me. If I um, okay, you understand. guys, I'd like to hear what Charles has to say about this. Go ahead, Charles. If I understand you correctly, no. about, what the hell put is going on? Put yourself on mute. Okay, I'm put everybody on okay, mute. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Hold on, Charles. Hold on. One second, because I, I do want to hear what you have to say on this. Okay, start um, eight. Start eight, Charles. Start eight. Charles, start eight, so I can find you. Where are you? Hello, are you there? Charles? Okay, there he is. Okay, go ahead, because I do want to hear what you say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Renata? Yes. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> All of a sudden, everybody wanted to, um, okay, um, talk, okay. Well, anyway, uh, Renata, um, what you were saying, um, well, in regards to um, your husband's claim, if I understand you correctly, then I uh, I got to go along with him in agreement, okay, because I think, okay, not only is bullshit, but I think it's a mind game that's being played, okay, and I do think it matters, okay, but I ain't going to get into the law just a bit right now because, okay. every, because everybody, you know, is um, dealing with other things, especially the um, thing about Elvira, but... um. <clears throat> Um, but you can say yeah. what you need to say. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. You have okay. The floor. You have the floor. Okay. As far as um, okay, the claim of it um being flat. Okay, it's not proven. Okay. Um, as far as um, more than one son, I can't see how that's possible. Okay, and um, I think um uh, that is um uh, a, a game that um that's um that's going around. They're starting, okay, to um, spread confusion. Okay, I think that's what it is. All right, but I was just interested in knowing, you know, um, as far as the um, community, what they take on it is. I mean, it, as far as I, as far as I know, the subject was never brought up before, and as far as um, everywhere else is starting to gain serious momentum, as far as conversation and stuff like that. And I'm surprised as hell as far as people um, people who are saying that it is true that the world is flat. But here's the thing that really gets me. They don't come up with nothing solid as far as, you know, to back up their claim or back up their premise on, on it being flat. Okay. But, but let I, me I mean, ask you a question, Charles. I mean, they, act, I mean, they come up with the I mean, silliest excuses. But go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay, so if the world is flat or round, will it affect us in any kind of way, either way? And I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking, but a lot of things will go back to spirituality and, of course, like we said, the deception. So if it is flat, is that would that affect us any kind of way? You know? If it, if it, if it is, okay, in the other, in other well, um, in other words, it's not basically, um, if I understand you correctly, it's not uh, the, um, what it is, but what what it would mean to us, or what our what a conception, what I mean by our conception, as far as how we deal with each other and stuff like that. Okay, uh-huh. um, um, yeah, I think it will. I have I think it will have a serious effect. Uh, okay, I think I can see it taking place now. I mean, the, um, the discussion on um, how everybody, I mean, not everybody, excuse me, but how a lot of people more and more is um, going with the, going along with the concept of it being flat, okay? And, and um, okay, just, I mean, for instance, okay, I asked questions, and I want to tell, I'm going to put it, I'm going to say it exactly the way it is. Everybody walked around it. I asked the question tonight. Okay, and nobody can say yeah except for, except for me. Nobody can say yes or no. Everybody. Well, for me, around. I'm I'm not walking around it. I'm just ignorant on the whole subject, and I don't know. I haven't done enough research to be able to um, answer it intelligibly, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Um, so my only thing, because my husband brings it up all the time, but my my and I always say to him, well, why does it matter? Because I I don't I guess it's not. It doesn't matter enough to me to do research on it. And I have watched a few videos, but to be honest, I didn't understand. That's why I was asking you, like, how would it affect us as human beings other than the deception? Because we know they lie about everything. Well, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask you this, okay? All your life, okay, up until um, the last few years that you heard this, right, what was your concept of the world as it was? It was that it was, as far as the earth, it was that the earth was round. That's what I was always taught. Right, that's what we was always taught. In the back of my mind, that never made sense to me because I'm like, how could we walk on a round earth? But then I don't know science like that. So, you know, maybe we can. I don't know. But it honestly, it would make more sense to me that the earth would be flat. Uh It would make more sense logically Uh to me. But then, like I said, I don't know science like that, so I don't know. Mm, mm, okay. All right. So what does well, it, what, let me ask you, Charles, what does it mean to you to now believe that the earth is flat? What is the difference on how you feel? I, no, I never said that. I said, no, I said it's not flat. I said it's round. It's always Oh, you round. believe that it's round? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, that, 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 I mean, that's what you, what, what, what I said is that, um, your husband is saying that it's a conspiracy concept of um, causing confusion, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I said. I agree with. I agree with. I think. I think the, this new this new thing floating around that everybody's latching onto is um, something to cause. I mean, that's going to cause confusion in the end, and and then a whole lot of games, mind mind games, are going to be played in the end. But go ahead. But see, we we but see, like every so many years, and maybe not even that that far away. But every you know, every so often, these new things come out. Okay, so now it's the, uh-huh. earth, the earth is 
flat instead of round. Okay, then the last couple of years, everybody was talking about this Mandela effect. Right. Now everybody's jumping on that bandwagon. You know what I mean? And I forget mm. even what that means. That means like you, you remember things one way, but they're really another way or something mm. like that. Mm. So it's it's always something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my well, bottom line is that everything's a lie anyway, huh? Everything's a lie. You know, yeah, it's like the um thing that's um written in the um Kabbalists. Okay, all truths are half truths and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so um but as far as um the Mandela effect, I think there's basis of facts to that, but I think um how they drew it out, okay, they over exaggerated. Okay, they over exaggerate. Uh-huh. But there is um um what can I say, um instances where, and I've experienced myself, experiencing myself, where there's been a, like, say, a glitch in the matrix, okay? Something has been rearranged, okay, and stuff like that. So, yeah, okay. But um, as far as flat earth, okay, I think that's pure game, okay? And, and it's, not thing, it's not a thing where I have a solid um, conception about that, all I'm saying, yo, if you wanna if you if you wanna make that claim, fine, okay, then prove it. And nobody has never came I mean, they do I mean they do a lot of explanations that actually walk around it or, you know, duck and dodge and a whole lot of games playing with the um with their explanations, but nobody's actually actually shown that yet. Okay? And it's pure bullshit. I mean for the, for instance. Well, if it's if it's round, then how come people don't see it round and and you can't see it and stuff like that? And then oh oh um I don't know if you um for instance like um the guy Tommy Sotomayor I don't know if you um if you know about him right he'd be on YouTube a lot he got a lot of films on YouTube okay and he brings brings up the subject and it's something um in Chicago or something like that. And when you go up high, how come you can see this and that? Look, if the world was flat, and you can see um, from some, what what's um, Detroit, um, you can be in Detroit, and up to a certain height, you can see Chicago from Detroit. Yo, if the world was flat, like you said, you're talking about see Chicago. Hell, you can see fucking New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to see New Jersey. You'd be able to see Europe. And shit. Well, what the hell are you talking about? That's why, yo. That's why I'm saying, yo. It doesn't make no sense. Well, I mean, what these people are saying, okay? But right. you know, yeah. Okay. Well. Mm. Thank you. All right. Next week we're gonna talk about the Mandela effect a little bit more because I don't know too much about it, but we'll. Oh, oh, oh but, but, um, before you know, kind of um, turn everybody up, uh, turn on to somebody else, um. Okay, what what was brought up before about okay, and, and it was mentioned a few times before in other um calls that we that we definitely got to get into um our discussion um about laws as far as sovereignty laws and you know and things of that nature. You know. Well, would you like to bring us some 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 things to discuss next week? Because I know you know about it. I don't know about that. Yeah, what happened to um Patricia, whatever her name was. Who? Okay, the, the girl that always comes comes on. Okay, comes on. 
okay, comes on the call, okay, she she runs she runs her mouth a lot, okay, okay, but um, okay, there's a lot of faulty in that stuff, but she she does know a lot about it, okay. I think her name started off with Patricia, okay, um, and, she, and yeah, and um. I don't okay. know who that is. I don't remember Patricia. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's the one when she first came, or at least when when I first encountered her on the call. Okay, she's talking about this organization she belonged to. Remember, it was a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm, oh, that's Patrice. <laughs> Patrice. Patrice, whatever. Yeah. Yes, you know what? She her phone hardly ever lets her get on the call. Sometimes she listens, but she can never get through. Uh yeah well okay um whenever whenever y'all want to you know set this thing up I'll definitely be there I'll definitely well, you, be there. Well you just let me you let us know because you, and, you know and whatever Wesley, you want to present and Wesley, to us, you'll he, be welcome to do that. And Wesley he's familiar with it too let him you know we all be there and we you know present our facts. Okay well let's plan for next week you guys you guys bring any kind of legal whatever you want us to know. Because I'm going to tell you, when you told us about that without prejudice, that was very helpful, and I still use that to this day. So whatever you can come up with, and let me help you, Wesley. And then we're going to end the call because I need to go. Wesley, are you there? Yeah, yeah. With that thing about the world being flat around, well, I know every time I get in the airplane and look down, it looks flat to me. That's true. But uh, yeah, you know, you know me. I don't tell nobody to be shut up and all that. You can play the tape, man. I was telling me, I say I can't. I talk no woman, and I'm gonna say just one thing and be quiet. That's what I say. Yeah, so I'm away from the phone, but I, I yeah, you can replay the tape on that. All right. So, but uh, I, I know how I am. Somebody talking, especially a woman, I cannot talk to them. I, I mute myself. I be quiet. But uh, because <laughs> uh. We're not yeah, that bad. My husband says that too. <laughs> you cannot talk to him. I, I told you, I do, I do research on everything I do. A woman speak 50,000 words a day. A man only speak 20,000. <laughs> I believe it. Okay. And try a man try to out talk a woman, or I get locked, Joe. <laughs> but uh, getting back to the subject about uh. This sovereign law and all that—the Constitution been thrown out in the garbage a long time ago. That's well, the let whole me ask deal. you a question because we we need to end this call right now because I'm about to go. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to bring some information for us next week? Charles is going to bring some things probably from the Black Law Dictionary. Anything legal that you would like to share with us? Please bring it next week. I sure will. That's what we buy sharing information, trying to get the information. Yeah. yeah, and the um the woman too. I, I forgot her name. That um. That, you know, that did most Patrice? of the talking tonight. No, the woman that, no, the woman that did most of the talking tonight. That's, <laughs> That's Dr. R. That's Dr. R. Sasha, wow. Dr. R. Doctor huh? R. Yes. Sasha R. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do- yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Yeah. Like a medical doctor. And okay, doctor. Okay, doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, because she she brought up uh, she made a couple of damn good points tonight herself. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anybody listening, if you want to bring anything that will be useful for us, legally or otherwise, please bring it next week and we'll talk about it. Hey, hey did you get my email I sent you? I got the one you sent me. It looked like a map. 
Yeah, I, I sent you another one on uh on the soul a soul catcher that thing that soul catcher the whole program how they do this. Oh, okay. I want to see that one. You sent that today? Yeah, I sent it again just to make sure you got it. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, definitely want to see that one. Okay, you guys. Thank you. This was a good call. Um, you guys have a blessed week, Kathy. Uh, lose the fear, Kathy, because they they smell that fear and they're gonna keep coming. So yep. um, you'll be okay. And thank you, Wesley, for uh, bringing out. Here's Jerome. He wants to say something too. For bringing out uh, the fact that you know we do need to be conscious of um, giving them all of our time and energy, and that we need to look for the gratitude moments. Oh, oh yeah. Did you did y'all hear the whole thing I read about the uh, the warning label on the camera flu? About what it was? Because mm-hmm. I got cut off. Uh uh-uh, uh I didn't. Well, I can read to you. Uh, I can read you warning label on the camera flu. If you don't did you mind, say cam- did you say camel flu? The camel flu, the flu, the flu vaccine. Okay, okay the warning. Go ahead. The go warning ahead, go ahead, label. Because on, we need to end. I have to go. Go ahead. Okay, the warning yeah. label on, on the camel flu says it changes behavior. People, especially children who have the flu, can develop nervous system problems and abdominal behavior, so abnormal behavior. That can lead to death. Okay, do wow. a treatment. Do a treatment with Tamiflu. Uh, uh, tell your healthcare provider right away if you if your child, uh, if you or your child have confusion, speech problems, uh, uh, shaky movement, seizure. Uh, I check this out. I'll start hearing voices. or seeing things not really there. Hallucinations. Okay, that's what's taking down the flu, <laughs> the flu vaccine. So, see, they're, they're causing the very things that they're supposed yeah. to cure. And, you know, I'm going to tell you about the psychiatric medication, too. You guys need to be reading all those warning labels, just like Wesley's doing, because a lot of that stuff tells you right there that it's killing you, mm-hmm. causing you all kind of problems, but we don't read that stuff. We just take it. Yeah, thank that's you, Wesley. Cool. Okay, um, so, Renata, don't forget um, about Jerome. He wanted to say something. Yeah, um, uh, he's unmuted. He's unmuted. Go ahead, Tom. Um, uh, Thank this, you, Tom. Yeah, this this theory, this theory doesn't change. The world is round, and that's all there is to it. It's um, it's like that. Uh, it's just like that proverb about uh, if a tree fell in the forest and no one was there, would it still make a sound? Yes, it would. Certain laws applies, right? It's the world is round. It's not flat. This, I think, they're just trying to uh, provoke debate or or whatever. But uh, these, it hasn't changed. The world has been the world, and and it is the way it is. Um, the world, it seems flat when you're walking on it, and your perception when you're when you're looking at it, it's 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 um it looks flat when you're up close to it. But as you yeah, move yeah. away further and further right. away from the earth, it becomes. Uh, more apparent that it that is it's round. It's it's it's, it's always round. been round, and it's it's okay. Can and I can I, thing, can I add something on to that? Yeah, yeah, you're just and uh, you you you're held on, you're held on by gravity. It's a positive gravity, so you don't fall off. So even if you're going 
you know, to 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 the poles. You don't fall off the earth because of gravity, but it's round. It is round. Just just like you don't feel the spinning of the earth, it spins at how many how many uh, hundreds of miles per hour. You don't feel it, but it's spinning. So it's not something that's that's going to change anytime soon. That's just the law of the cosmos. Right. You know. Right. And and just in regards to fear. What what you're afraid of controls you. What you're afraid of will right. So what what you put your energy in, what you what you create in fear, it controls your life. So it's right. not good fear. It's not good to live with fear at all. It's just uh just uh just live your life and don't let them suck you into the lifestyle what they want you to be in, which is fearful and just living, you know, uh, full of anxiety and tension. And negative energy. That's they want to produce negative energy, and that your life is negative. So, just produce positive energy, and don't concentrate on the garbage that they're trying to, you know, that they're trying to put you in the the garbage uh, energy, the garbage uh, state of mind. Just can stay positive. Yeah, we're in it, but uh, it doesn't have to control us. We're we're masters of our destiny, and that's the way it is. And, and if you give, right, if you give them, right, you give them, right, right, brother. Yeah, right on. And if you yeah, give your power to them, then then that's yeah, it. You exactly you have control. Of, you have control of your life. But if you give it over to them, then they will have control of you. Anyway, that's that's all. Thank yeah, you, bro. Yeah, I just yeah. want to add quickly that um, okay, as far as what you find as far um, what you said about it, uh, the conception is true. That all has to do with size, okay. And Wesley was talking about when you're in the plane and stuff like that. Okay, and it looks fat. Yeah, it looks fat. Okay, but still, you ain't you ain't up into the like the place where you almost out of the atmosphere. Okay, I mean then you see it's round. But here's the thing. Okay, even at the height that normal um, jets be flying. Okay, passenger jets be flying. Okay, it's still at a certain distance where a certain portion of the land is going to look flat. Okay, but like I said, if you flying somewhere. Within the United States, okay, and the world was flat. You supposed to see in the Asia, or you can look on the other way and see in the Europe. Okay, it's as simple as that. If you can't see those things, then it's not flat. I mean, it's simple as that. But go ahead. Well, well, see what I look at. They told us the first time I know the world was round. I went to school and I saw that globe. So I'm looking at what we would to say. When you go back and do the research, everything they told us been a lie. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. And, and I do mean everything. Yep. It's all a lie. Yep, sure we It's almost like once we became targeted, at least for me, I had to relearn everything because, I, I honestly, I believed all that stuff. I took it at face value. The teacher said yep. it. You know, our parents said it. But once we became awakened and we started doing our research, we found out that much of that stuff is just simply not true. Yeah, it's okay. that's, why all these, that's why all these children be acting up in school because they know they're lying. They want to give them that, that medication. But they know they're teaching lying, man. True. Okay, I agree. Okay, and I, I, can agree with, I mean, agree with that up to a point, okay? But as far as this subject right here, if anybody got any solid... I mean, um, actual proof or theory or, or based on theory or whatever. Okay, please present it. I like to see it. Okay, so Charles, what you're saying is the one thing they did tell the truth about is that the earth being round. That, yeah. That's true. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't researched. I don't know. Well, I look at it. The only thing I, I know that's round is it's the, is the shape of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is the one thing they told the truth about. Yeah, because, I mean, everything, what I see, my research has been everything they told us is a lie, man. That's all, everything upside down. So now, so Charles is saying now they're trying to deceive us by saying that it's flat. Yeah, by putting putting that that, uh, tidbit out there, I think that's... um, that's just going to add into certain things, certain aspects that are taking place um, in this time, time in this uh, time period, or certain things that happen. And now they're bringing this up and stuff. Um, and, and, and the way it's coming up is being like, to me, it looks like it's being orchestrated. So, of course, it's orchestrated. You know, but they're trying, they're trying to start divisions, and uh-huh. you know, just just the way that people are, people are going to take sides, and then there's going to be conflict and. Uh, and just uh, uh, people are just going to be combative about this debate. I mean, every people always get passionate about these discussions, right? So it could be as simple as they're trying to cause divisions between humans. Remember, they're trying to divide us and conquer us. So right. if, they, if, they, if they come up with a debate about the world being flat and round, it doesn't even have to make sense. People are going to take a side, and then there's, there's going to be disagreements and warfare. You know, and division, and and just just a bunch of, uh, you know, chaos, and that's where they want us to be, just at each other. That's, that's true. Why, that's a good point. Yeah. That's why I say, no matter in discussion, uh, you got to uh, can't let it control you. All we got to shut it down within three minutes. Don't take it that far. But that's the main objective: is to create chaos and have us fighting and shooting and killing each other. So we can't see the real enemy. Very true. Okay, you guys, thanks for the call. I do need to go now. All right. All right um, y'all stay in the light. Have a good week. Yeah, don't forget, you guys, you guys bring your information that you want to share with us on, on legal stuff, okay? Anything that will help All the community. Right. Bring it next week. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Have a blessed Take week, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, you take, take for the emails, I Okay, I will. Thanks for sending it, right. too. Everybody yeah. take care. You too, Charles. 